Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. Uh, we got a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. I'm here with Hanato Laranja as well as Guy Metzger. Uh, we are at American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com. It's going to be a great podcast. Hey, I want to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Look, their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron has established partnerships at over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S. And as a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. Produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, they are reducing food waste. Look, cooking together builds strong family bonds. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Those who spend a lot at restaurants at high or high-end grocery chains can now spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal. Their upcoming meals are seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn, and... Cubanelle pepper, as well as chili butter steaks with Parmesan potatoes and spinach. I'm telling you guys, me and my girl, we have Blue Apron Night, and it is the best night of the week. Uh, she's impressed by my cooking. I'm impressed with her cooking. It's, it's gr- a great date night. It's affordable for less than $10 per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers uh, seasonable recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. They got variety. You can choose from a variety of new recipes each week. Or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. I love surprises. And they're flexible. I'm telling you, customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. And it's easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe. And pre-portioned ingredients can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And it's guaranteed. They guarantee freshness. And I'm telling you, every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook. Or they'll make it right. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash MMA roast. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes, and be able to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash MMA roast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We have the legend, Guy Metzger, in the building. This is, uh, this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> legend, huh? You're, I, I, you're Let me explain to you about legends. I'm actually not a legend. This is when you get legend status, okay? It's going to be slightly embarrassing, but I'll go ahead and share it with you guys. My wife, I don't know if you guys are married or not, but... I just got uh, married last week. No, I stay, I stay single. Uh, Poha, how are you? Go on. So my wife uh, is telling me to take the trash out. Of course, you know, I said, why are you bugging me? I've already told you I was going to do it 10 times. Let me get to it, right? Doorbell rings. I go answer the door. It's a Federal Express guy. I have to sign for this package. Because how do you spell your last name? I go, M-E-Z-G-R. He goes, Mezger? 
I said, yeah. He goes, are you Guy Mesker? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, my God, you're a legend. Oh, this is great. Oh, I can't believe this. And, oh, thanks. And my wife walks up, takes the trash from him. The legend has to take out the trash. Oh. Wow. So you're not a legend until you don't have to take the trash out. That's no, how I look at it. No way. Legends don't take trash out. That's all I got to say. No, it just means you're a legendary wife uh, <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, my She's a legendary legend. ball buster. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we also have Hanato Laranja, 27-time yeah. world champion. Speaking here. of legend, Poha. Yeah. How are you? By the way, uh, yeah, how's yeah. everything going? How's your week? Hey, everything is going okay, my brother. I, you know, it's, I've been better, though, that fucking drive over here, you know, Trying, this guy is trying to do the GPS and talking to Siri, and they don't understand his his Jewish accent over here. And then, uh, and then, meanwhile, he's like, "I gotta keep the AC off so that Siri can fucking hear me." Yeah. He's doing it uh, twenty times, giving the directions. Turn the fucking one, the AC on. That's that did happen. <laughs> did, for some reason, my Siri doesn't work with my airs on, and then I turn it off, then I'm. Sweating. And then it still didn't work when you turn it off. Yes, that's true. So I gotta sit so, here. I gotta sweat my balls off over uh, here. So your GPS tracking doesn't work when your air conditioning's on. Well, like when I'm talking, the air is like it's right below. Like the air comes out, and then people can't hear it. Gets yeah. muffled. It's like if someone calls, I have to turn my air off. Because he insists on doing the thing where he, she have to hear what he's saying, and she can't hear shit. You know, Siri, it's gonna be one one two five seven blah blah blah. She she can't understand well, so what this fucking guy's saying. The series a woman. She doesn't understand you. This anyway. is true. It doesn't matter. She how don't know where speak. the fuck she's going. Thank you, guy. All right, now now, now guy, what have you been up to, man? <laughs> what have I been up to? Um, well, I'm assuming since fight, quit fighting, you mean? Yes. Um, well. Oh, what have I did? Well, I was, um, most of you guys know that I was actually the president of H&M Fights. Um, Mark Cuban um, bought my uh, consulting business. Um, God, and, yeah. uh, basically talked him into um, the MMA business. It was actually a pretty cool deal. He, he calls me up. I, actually, what happened was is, uh, I was consulting for uh, a group called Art of War, a bunch of clowns out of Dallas. They didn't. <laughs> A bunch of idiots. And, tell, uh, tell us how you feel about those guys. Actually, I'm I, 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 calling them idiots is nice, and uh, fucking idiots might be. A yeah, you could say that stuff. Okay, you say fucking idiots. Okay, you allow they, for whatever you want here. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. Right. And uh, but I, I made the connection with uh, 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 with Ron and other guys at HCNet, uh, basically doing a last minute saving um, the, this company's idiotic uh, deal, and. Um, so they asked me, uh, they flew me out to Colorado where, where their uh, main office is, and we basically discussed the idea of putting MMA on the station. And I had done a perspective on this before, and um, I basically said, hey, listen, I can charge you $5,000 for this perspective, or I said, I'll just give it to you. I said, but if I give it to you, I would like to be included in what's going on because I think that we can really make something out of MMA. And... Um, and, of course, UFC is just starting to get the wheels turning in the right direction, you know. And um, so uh, they said, great, we will. I didn't hear from them for, like, two months. I went, awesome. They, <laughs> they didn't do it. I said, what a great spiel I did. I should have collected the $5,000, right? But I get a phone call from Mark Cuban. And he's like, hey, guy, this is Mark. Like, we're old bros, yeah. right? Like, we've been sitting around hanging out at the pool or something. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, hey, Mark, what's going on? He goes, hey, man, I want you to jump on a plane and uh, and uh, fly out to Vegas if you can, when you can, because I'm out here with the NBA stuff. And I would love to talk to you more about the the, the uh, MMA stuff. I thought it was one of my staff, because we always yeah, do these fairly... Yeah, yeah, we do these fairly elaborate, practical jokes. I, right. I was like... Fuck you. <laughs> oh, like for real? You did it to that? Yeah. yeah. And then Mark calls back laughing. And he goes, no, seriously, this is Mark Cuban. I was like, 
seriously? Uh, yeah, he goes, yeah, I guess, please don't hang up. And I was like, I started laughing, and it was a good laugh. And so, literally, I flew out the next day, met up with Mark, and um, we, uh, it was supposed to be like an hour meeting, and, you know, Mark is very uh, enthusiastic and very um, uh, energy-driven, and, uh, you know, we got him real motivated, and he was just like, it, was, it turned into be a five-hour meeting, wow. and then Andrew Simon, who's still with uh, Access TV, runs, run, or he, he's run, runs as the CEO, and he was there. He was working for another company at the time. He, you know, Mark ran it by him. It was great. Mark says, hey, would you like to work here? Guy, would you like to be this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. That'd be awesome. And, yeah. and he, goes, he goes, well, you missed your flight going back home. He goes, why don't you stay, uh, stay the night here, and I'll just fly back on my plane with, in the morning. I said, cool. By the way, spending a night in Vegas as a billionaire is a lot more fun. Yeah, right? I, I, can, I can fucking imagine. <laughs> right. It's, now, it's a little you, bit you more fun. You go gambling? You go to strip clubs? What do you guys uh, do? Well, I, 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 well, come on. Yeah, you, yeah, I really this can't. fucking guy over yeah, here. Yeah. Statue of limitations. Right. Statue of oh, yeah. limitations not quite done on some of the yeah. stuff. So. Okay. It was, it was enough to botch this, this fucking guy always tried to get people killed by their wife. I was wondering what happened. He said it's a fun as a billionaire. And yeah, I, yeah, tell me about that. All right. So it then. was fun. So, uh, so anyway, so I started uh, HGNet, and I did that for uh, five years. I went to school back then, and I, I finished my, uh, my degree in, in medicine. And, um, and Medicine? Yeah, what I'm kind actually, of medicines they let you do? <laughs> actually, not that much. But uh, you were smoking some natural medicine over there <laughs> when you had your long hair, <laughs> your long <laughs> silky you went, you went to you went to Indian hair. School? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and 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 uh, but I I got um, my PhD, not my, not a MD, right? And um, basically, I'm a medical scientist, and uh, but I am involved. I'm also a naturopathic doctor, and I'm. Uh, Involved in a medical practice. So You're I, a psychologist? I, <laughs> and, uh, no. Um, uh, <laughs> you'd be an interesting case if we did. I can't imagine right. that. I, I got a, a lot of personality. Yes. Wait, so, that's, that's that's a, so back when Mark bought you out, I mean, it was millions that he... Uh, no, no, no. It was like, wasn't that day. It was just a... Basically, it was just a, a bonus to start the job. And, um, and so, because uh, it wasn't, you know, I mean, my consulting business consisted of me. Right. It wasn't like he was buying a whole bunch right. of assets, you know. But I like and, that. Uh, I like what they have at Access TV. I yeah. think they do a pretty good job. They do a really good job. They, they yeah. should have kept, what's his name? I don't know why he left. Uh, the guy from Australia. Oh, yeah. The I'm, voice. I'm not quite yeah, sure. Oh, Chappavel. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why Chappavel left. He was great. I, I'm not quite know. sure either, to be honest. Um, I've been out, yeah, I haven't dealt with uh, them in a long time. You know, it was it was a great experience, though. But I, I went, and when, um, then when HGNet uh, merged with Access TV, um, it was just a good time for me to leave. You know, we, we were the number one um, programming on the station. We were we had really good reviews on what we were doing. And, and uh, I enjoy TV and everything, but it's not really my thing. You know, I wanted to do something different. And um, and I'll tell you, you want to, you, you know, you're newly married here. You want to test the bounds of a relationship. Tell yeah. your wife you're leaving a very lucrative job to start a medical practice. That might not make money for about four or five years. Mm, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a stand-up comedian. It's, 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 yeah, she, anything she would be an improvement from that, Poha. Exactly. Fucking uh, marry a stand-up comic. I know. So anyway, uh, now where did you grow up? Well, mostly Dallas. Mostly Dallas. And you were you started karate and kickboxing. I was a wrestler, actually. R- wrestler? Yeah. You wrestled high school, college? Yeah, both. Oh, what college well, I, wrestled for? Uh, so I wrestled uh, Southern Illinois, um, Edwardsville. Oh, nice. Wait, where, you, you, uh, that was in Japan? Sonomoi? What, what is that? <laughs> Southern what the Illinois. Fuck he said? <laughs> oh, I thought he said Sonomoi, your wrestling school. No, Southern Illinois. We're not talking about J- Japan pro wrestling over here. And then when did you first uh, link up with the Lions then? Oh, well, that happened. Um, okay, well, 
Well, what happened to karate class? You're just skipping all that shit? Yeah, because I, I always thought you were your background was karate. I didn't realize wrestling was your background. Well, I mean, I, I, I started wrestling. Um, actually, you want to hear a quick story about how I got into wrestling? Um, I was eight years old, 1976. None of you guys were alive then. Uh, except for you. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Take ageless, it easy over here. He was 21 one. back then. Take yeah. it all the, easy. The ageless, the ageless looking, one over here was around, but the rest of you You're going to give a lot of women a heart attack out there. I told them a lot of different shit. <laughs> all right, go on. <laughs> Sorry out there. So, uh, so uh, the Rocky movie came out. Yes. And it was an amazing movie. You mean Hockey 3? Because there wasn't no fucking hustling in the first one. <laughs> yeah, Rocky 3 had Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah Thunder Lips, okay? Right, go on. The ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. Yes. All right, go on. <laughs> hmm. it, it was an amazing movie. And uh, everyone was cheering on it. Just, I mean, I was one of those kids that just on the chairs cheering. It was, like it was it, the best. Yeah, we all beat up the black guy. Movie. Like, yeah, we can finally and, have a white guy's going to win. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, there was a fantasy story about a white boy being a heavyweight champ back then. But go on. Um, anyway, so I was going to be a boxer. Right. And back then, you know, every, every rec center had boxing. And so I uh, joined the boxing team at the local rec center. About three weeks into it, coach said, hey, you want to? You want to spar? I said, of course I want to spar. I'm Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Boom, I got, hit, I got hit right in the nose. And my nose bled like crazy. Wouldn't stop for a full day. The very next day, I joined the wrestling team. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Like, ah, I'm done with that. But, but how'd you get back into kickboxing karate? Well, actually, karate helped out. Karate helped out with it because um, I, um, I was kind of a, I wouldn't say a troubled youth, but I was a rambunctious one. Right. And um, my mom's boss, uh, great guy named uh, Stephen Parker, Doctor Stephen Parker. He great guy. He um, suggested that maybe I should also do karate on top of wrestling. Oh wow! And uh, so uh, so he took me to karate program, and it was a great program. I mean, the karate school I was at had uh, five world champions that you know that competed, uh, world kickboxing champions. And what karate and, program? I don't remember. In the seventies, it was a what channel was that pro that one? No, not the program. Like the karate, the actual program he was in, not the, a TV program. Exactly, but what program was you on? What, what style you mean? The or? Chuck Norris? Oh, no, no. Uh, more like Kung Fu. More like... Uh, more like da uh, David Carradine. Yeah, more like yeah. David Carradine. The, the legend continues. Okay, so right. I'm trying okay. to get a uh, heel sense of this. Okay, cool. Okay. So, then, so, okay, so you, you finished wrestling in college, and how did you do in wrestling? Uh, I did all right. I mean, mainly, uh, I, I didn't finish college at that point. You know, I got kicked out. and um, For what? Oh, man. Uh, Here you go again. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, I'm not going to get kicked out for it. Well, actually, what happened? What happened in? Uh, what happened in with wrestling was um, I was actually shot in a drive-by for real. Yeah, for real. And Wait, uh, where? What? What? In Illinois? Uh, no, I was shot in. Um, I was in Indiana. I was visiting a girl in Indiana. God, I, you, what and, luck to you get shot in a drive-by in fucking Indiana? That's a new one. Uh, actually, Indiana had a lot of gang stuff going on. That that was a crazy thing. You would think no, it wouldn't. But Gary well, Indiana a lot of had white, a lot of gang white gangs. <laughs> actually, it was a bunch of guys acting like Crips and Bloods. Actually, was, wow. Uh, oh, and there was a uh, yeah. And so I, they weren't actually shooting at me. They were shooting at some other guys. And uh, I just me and my me and my buddies were in the way, and we got shot. It wasn't where did you get shot in the knee. And um, I got shot a couple times too. You know, I know how it is, man. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Who shot you? Uh, you know, some, let's his not get into it. Hey, he's Brazilian, so it'd be his ex-girlfriend. Hey, right. <laughs> I've been known to. Was it Eddie Bravo? I've been known to dabble on that. <laughs> Was it Vinny Magalhães? No, but Vinny Magalhães is gonna get shot if he's not careful hunting his fucking mouth. And I saw what happened in Poland to you, Vinny Magalhães. And uh, I'm keepy chab. All right. I'm so, keepy score. So okay, so you got shot in the leg. So wrestling season was done then. And, yeah. And then so. Um, <laughs> 
It was actually, to be honest, I was cutting so much weight back then that I was actually happy. When you're happy to be shot, once I realized that I wouldn't hurt that bad, I was like, I don't wow. have to fucking make weight. Oh, wow. my God. Because wow. I, I signed my letter of intent in wrestling at 157 pounds. But, you see, I was real young. I, was, I just turned 17 when, when I finished wrestling season. And then, so by the time I started, uh, started school back... I'd actually grown two inches, and I was walking around at, at a lean 100. I mean, I'm the same, same height I am now, but I was 185 pounds. So if you give an idea right now, I'm uh, 200 pounds. And so, you know, you could tell that, you know, 15 pounds less, I was a, a real thin. Right. And it was a tough, it was a tough break uh, cut to, to, uh, from 185 to... Uh, 57, yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, so uh, I was grateful, you know, and so they had, back then they didn't have the protective scholarships like they do now, you know, and um, so uh, they, uh, I, they put me on a half scholarship and I couldn't do that. So I actually took an academic scholarship to Texas Tech and uh, went to school at Texas Tech for a year. But um, then um, I hit a guy and put him in a coma for three days. And, uh, oh, hold up. You mean you hit a guy? Like a random, you got into a fight? Yeah, I got into a fight. Where? At a bar. Uh, actually... Okay, so it was a long story. But <laughs> a bar and grill? It's like, well, then I got shot, and then that. Uh, I, mean, no, I like, like, I like this over. story. I, I like hit a this. guy, and then I got, he was in a coma. Like, this. Well, what happened was. Uh, what happened was. Are you as detailed as like a doctor? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to your practice. Uh, yeah. Uh, Go on. No, but what, what happened was is that, uh, long story short, it was this guy that was always causing trouble for me, and um, he would never fight himself, but, you know, he's a member of a fraternity, right? So he called his uh, fraternity sisters up, and, okay. and it would be, uh, you know, and. And and so it it was like miserable for me, you know. What I mean, going trying to go to school there, you know, with this this, this jackass. And so I'm out one night and I had a date, which was very few and far between back then. Like, so I'm having a really good time with this girl, and in the walks this jackass. I'm like, no, nah, and I said not tonight. And so back then we didn't have cell phones, right? So this is in the '80s, and um, so I knew where he was going to head. He was heading over to the payphone. So I cut <laughs> through the dance floor, and I met him there, and I was like, boom, not tonight. Put him in a coma. Three Put days. Coma, three days, yeah. So then you got kicked off kicked out of off. Texas Tech. Yeah, I lost my scholarship there for that. Damn. And I got kicked out. And so uh, that's when I decided to become a professional fighter. So now you got you got kicked out of two schools. You got shot <laughs> two in the leg. Two scholarships. Your parents must be fucking thrilled. Oh, then, man. My, my mom was excited. Yeah, you, But Frank Shamhawk goes, hey, you're just the kind of guy we were looking for <laughs> over here. Yeah, yeah, is that so then, then how oh, do sorry, you... sorry, not Frankie. Uh, yeah. Fucking Ken, Ken, so Ken how Shamhawk. do you find the Lions then? Is that when you actually... No, the, no, no. I, uh, yeah, this is still in the 80s, guys. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like 86, something like that. 86, 87. Um, God, are you? How old so, you are, my brother? You're getting up I? there. You're yeah, getting I'm there. I'm 49. 49. God, I, what a. So, yeah, I'm an old man. But you uh, still look good, my brother. You still, you got like a, you remind me like Mark Harmon or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you have a Mark I just, Harmon. I just yeah, watched yeah. The Presidio the other day Summer for the first time. Favorite. Summer school is great. Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, you have that, it's like your season, but you still know how to do what you got to do. So you have a couple <laughs> amateur fights. Do you go right pro? No, I mean, I, I'd been fighting, um, I had been, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I fought in karate. I was actually state national and world karate champion from age 14 to. 20. Well, like Kempo or Shotgun and, uh, or one of them? Well, it was open. I mean, the tournaments were open. I mean, it was... But uh, for you, what was your style? Oh, uh, it was... Uh, well, it was Chung Naquan, but it was more of a Texas American-style karate, you know what I mean? Oh, like that kind from uh, Foot Fist way, like, Kunya! <laughs> Kunya! That's exactly the way. But you know how they actually, have... Actually, that's pretty close to it. Yeah, yes. in the South, you know, when you got those shit kicker, like, I can imagine what a shit kicker, uh, you know, Wonder Boy? Yeah. Stephen yeah. Thompson. Imagine his father back in the day fucking people up. 
You know what I mean? They call that guy the 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 baddest man in South Carolina. Yeah. Because he was just using karate and fucking up people. But you know, imagine that, like those kind of shit kicker so with how many, karate. So, so did you have any amateur? So you had no amateur. You went right pro, basically for MMA. No, no. Oh, in MMA there yeah. wasn't any amateur. Oh, so I'm, so you—that's a new development, so my brother. Also, I was also a pro. I mean, I, I was a pro kickboxer. What people don't realize, I had like over sixty fights as a as a, as a professional fighter. I had over sixty fights as a professional fighter uh, before I stepped in the UFC, and so uh, you want to put that in a different position? Is that the best position uh, for this guy? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out. I mean, maybe you know, like put it so it's like hold it. Hold it. I just don't want that. people to go. I couldn't hear him at all. Well, no, because that's that's gonna happen. I know, but because we don't have the 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 fucking thing, you can't tell. All right, so go on. So, anyway, so okay. So, what are you talking about? You talk about USC. All right, yeah. Well, I, I fought in boxing and kickboxing and and uh, full contact karate, um, you know, for a number of years. And really, what was happening was, I had a lot of accolades. Like, I won the world full contact karate championship twice. Yeah, and uh, I was number one rated kickboxer. But you know, I wasn't making any money. You know, no and, money. Yeah, not really. I mean, and, Fifty thousand a year? I oh, mean, not even, not even. Yeah, yeah I remember the and, days uh, full ta- full contact capoeira. You know, I was in there. And how much did you make? Oh God, I back then we wasn't making much, <laughs> but it was the 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 respect we got. Anyway, right. I don't want right. to take right. away from what this guy is talking okay, about. Okay, go on. So 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 you you had won numerous world titles. Well, I won. Yeah, I won. I won the that. Uh, well, and it How's was, he gonna uh, have one fucking numerous world title? He had numerous. It's not just one of that one. I uh, know. So you won the world kickboxing. I mean, I, you know, well, I won it, that eventually. I mean, I, I wasn't. I was number one rated at the time. Kickboxing. I won the world full contact karate championship. Um, and, With the uh, long twice. hair that you had. Uh, Did you yes, have the flowing locks? I grew it out. I started growing it out then. Yeah. Look, but, but, look I mean, it up, people, no, if you I don't mean, know. The flowing locks, as you put it. I never forget it. it. I mean, it might be a little disturbing how you put that. He used oh. to look like the guy from Extreme, Poha. Right. You know, more than words yes. or whatever. But were you know, they, he remember were, that? Were they televised, <laughs> these championships? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. So, did it, I mean, were you, were you getting respect in the karate? Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, there was... karate magazines and stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, uh, not so much that. I mean, you know, you, I got a couple of things like that. But mostly, you know, it was like, you know, the karate world is is dead you know what i mean i mean even in the 80s it was very ex- exclusive just to that i mean if you were involved in martial arts you would know some of these things but if yeah. you weren't you you know there wasn't any crossover and kickboxing was basically dead in the 90s for the most part until the k1 came on and then so you had a little isk shit you yeah know, with, uh, so yeah i fought like that i, I fought in, did you uh, fight those guys you like, yeah uh, I, I actually i eat like, john eve's chario and fucking uh oh no they they were a little bit past my prime i mean I, I had uh, uh, Anthony almost was one of my. He, we were lined up to fight, but um, Edward James point, almost. Who the fuck? Yeah. Who? Not Edward Anthony, James almost. Anthony, oh, okay. Anthony. Okay. Go Anthony on. Anthony He was a world champion. He Got wouldn't it. fight without leg kicks then, and by that point, I was doing leg kicks. And, and were so, you offered any kind of like movies as far as like like you know like Van Damme or Seagal? Or those nah, no. See, really? Because yeah, how how they're fucking gonna offer Jeff Speakman and they don't offer this guy? Look at this guy here. Yeah, what's a good looking guy? That's bullshit. <laughs> how come they weren't giving you that? I, you know, man, you know, I didn't have the right agent. Unbelievable, and he had the hair, which was the key. The hair, the hair was, yeah, the hair worked. Wait till you see this; so, it's right, unbelievable. So, so the hair worked. Any money doing karate, but you're the best in the world. Uh, you, you, you was the best around, you yeah. could you're say. The best around, no, yeah. nothing can stop and keep you down. Of course so, not. So did you? Um, so then, what? Now the MMA thing. Well, that that came about because basically what happened was it was like, I was like 25 when I saw the UFC. 
And um, I was like having to come to a kind of a crossroads. What am I going to do with myself? You know, you get that age of 25. And even though, you know, when you're my age, you think, oh, my gosh, you have forever. Right. You know, back then you think, oh, my gosh, I'm 25. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. You think you're old and shit back. Then. I know. I oh, know yeah. that feeling. I'm like sitting there being depressed. Cause I'm yeah. tw- I remember I was in Mexico, you know, on my birthday going, oh, my God, I'm 25. I'm such a loser. <laughs> now you would kill to be fucking 25. And, uh, yeah. So basically when I saw the UFC, I was like. I could do that, you know, because I was also, like I said, I was a high school All-American. I was an AAU All-American wrestler. I was the number one rated uh, kick, kick, kickboxer in the world. I was uh, also a national level judo player. So I had like I was watching these guys and I thought, oh, man, they're all one dimensional. None of these guys have, you know, a huge amount of skill sets outside of their, their discipline. I said, oh, I, I could beat these guys. And so I thought, OK, this is my game plan. I'll, get, I'll try to fight in the UFC. And because I knew they were going to close down the no rules format you know what i mean i knew that was going to be a thing of the past pretty quick so you might as well kick and some people in the nuts a little bit and stomp exactly some make, make, make a name for myself yeah. and then i thought okay what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna retire after winning this thing and um you know and just say well i'm the guy who fought in this crazy tournament and then did but they have did, weight did classes you, yet no, no huh? did no, you want no. it to be no rules or no me i, I mean uh, okay i prefer rules because i prefer being a sportsman i i prefer i prefer having the at least the pretense of of uh of civility to things you know um i'm better with the no rules i mean if it comes down to it you know i mean i'm i mean i'm an old school martial arts guy you know what i mean and so it's You're like gonna heck somebody yeah i, I hit him on my i catch him with that claw the man, tiger it. claw boom it's uh, done you might do a hedge and my fan yeah, the Tiger Claw is illegal from well, UFC. Also, this the trachea. But your your first oh. fight was it, which is UFC four. Yeah, that was UFC four. Now I was, Anthony has fought in that, and so we okay. So the site In- promoter intimacy. The time, Who, yeah. Who's that? Anthony Macias. Oh, I thought you said intimacy. I was like, is that a black no, Anthony, fighter? Yeah, you yeah. know how they like guys have one name. Oh, you know even comedians are like, oh, uh, the intimacy. Or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you meet these. You make a name for a fighter intimacy. Well, uh, no, no. Yeah, dude, that I would make grappling really uncomfortable. <laughs> that makes the grappling uncomfortable. I didn't <laughs> thought it was a fighter. I, I, that's why I said, right wow, that's interesting. Tells you like little secrets in your well, ear. Yeah, I, you know, in fact, yeah, not, he wrestles with his eyes closed as he clutches. Yeah, God, when he clutches with you and he closes his eyes, that's intimacy. That's yeah. not a bad name. Imagine now you're thinking about a black guy. Yeah, like that rampage name? versus yeah. intimacy. Yeah, just intimacy. But, yeah, God, are you? All right, go on. <laughs> so, so UFC four. So UFC four. Yeah. So Anthony. Okay, site promoter at the time, guy named Buddy Albin. He promoted uh, fights of mine and Anthony's um, mostly through the southeast area, and uh, he was running it for the UFC. And what are you so, checking over there? I'm taking sure you're on the camera. Oh, you want me to be on there? Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. how much, you want, why don't you scoot him? Because I don't want to be like on, on you know. All I right. know he's a good looking guy over here, but poha carajo. I don't know. You're, right. the one, you're the one with intimacy. All Look, right, go on. I, got right. inti- I don't have intimacy I issue, but you, you never know bit. about this you guy. a little bit. You don't call girls back and stuff. Well, it depends on the girl. And well, it's also. you call the girl back? I call him all the. Ch- well, maybe I text that one. Okay. All right, go on. Usually calls him back at two o'clock in the morning uh, after he's, a couple he's, of drinks. Well, when I've you know, he tells girls off the bat. Listen, uh, we're not going to be have a relationship. Why you listen? Why I'm gonna lie to that one? Yeah, like these other fucking hickard down out there who is promised the world and then they f- take the feet out under the yeah. legs out from the table. Right. Go on. So you, so you start off that way. So everything, so, so everything up there is just set going up. Yeah, we start here. Girls don't want to hook up with them because because well, they're like, I don't want to hook like, up with you. Yeah, you mean? wonder whether they're because they're like you tell them, listen, I'm not gonna call you back. And, and when did and, I wonder? And, and we're just gonna have sex. And then you wonder why they're they're like. Some but of them what don't am I wondering? Respond. 
I, they, 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 the ones that he spawned is he spawned By the way, the, the were there any way. karate groupies back in the day or no? <laughs> uh, there was a few kickboxing groupies back when I was kickboxing. Really? I, I mean, were you, were you, you were the best in the world. Were you just like, you had the long hair? Well, and... I had a girlfriend, and she uh, actually, my, my girlfriend's the one who promoted my fights. And so uh, uh, she actually. Double, ugh. Uh, when like, yeah. you, got in a, like a, you, and you and her got in a fight, did she set you up with like Chuck Norris or somebody that was like. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to set you up with. How would you have done against Chuck Norris? Uh, come on, guys. I get that one all the time. Chuck Norris never fought. I love, and I work for Chuck Norris. He actually, I, when his, his uh, the World Combat League, I oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. helped form that together, and I ran that for him for a while. So you would have killed Chuck Norris? I mean, well, I, I you know, Are I, we I talking think about much, kickboxing or yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, you, you're talking, yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. Does he, The thing is, is that it's hard to compare guys like that because they never fought like we fought. It's a right? different They don't have the skill set. Yeah. yeah. Now, as an athlete and, 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 and as a martial artist, would he be able to learn that and do well? Yeah. If he was today, would he be a champion? Yeah, he'd be a champion. So it, it's not apples to apples. So That's you the versus problem. prime Steven Seagal back when he was only two, <laughs> like 240. Uh, how, how do you do against Steven Seagal? <laughs> when he was like 240? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That oh man, don't even that, that one. That one is so painful to answer because Why? people because he's such a clown. It's ridiculous and and people are like people seriously. This I mean this is this is a problem with our country. They actually think he's a badass. I mean our country. I have people sit there so convinced. Oh dude, he. I'm like but no, he, he wouldn't. Death against those Haitians. I mean they. He took care of that Jamaican guys. Uh, yeah. pretty good. I I I don't want to you know hang on your parade, but he have the ponytail too. Sometimes you have a jealousy. Are you jealous of Steven Seagal? Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah, he has probably, the hair. Probably. That, that's what I have. What was the one uh, where he, he like was getting even? Uh, he was always... Oh, what was the movie where Steven Seagal was no, getting the, even? No, the one where he was... Hmm. Like, yeah. Huh. One yeah, there, which one, one would that be? Uh, yeah, no, but Every was, single like, one? Uh, uh, what was the one that was like... I actually liked the movie, but he was like... Uh, it was his like cousin or something. Like, I know actually, what actually the very first Steven Seagal movie was really good. Everyone after that sucked, but well, the first uh, one was I really good. I bet you differ. I think the one he's talking about is Out for Justice, yeah, where he did the best uh, Italian American accent, <laughs> and this fucking guy's over here doing acting like a fucking Brajol. He come yeah. and smack somebody up. Yeah, that was what I was. And then about. one of the fucking dumbest <laughs> <laughs> shit. I love how they have in there, they tried to put in, uh, you, you saw that movie where he's always oh, like an Italian-American? Oh, he always plays an Italian-American. Yeah, he's a Jewish like, guy. Oh, he plays Italian-American. You know like, I mean? This one, he's a really in fucking Bensonhurst or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I got an accent like this over here. And, and he comes in, he's, he's overdoing it. He was it. the worst villain, too. It was the, yeah, and, and it, yeah, it was, uh, well, what's the fuck? Not Treat Williams. It was someone, I can't hear. Yeah, uh, William Forsyth or whatever. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, and he goes into the fucking pool hall and he's talking shit to these guys. And then it's all these Italian mafia guys, right? And then they got a guy dressed up in a fucking, um, they, they got uh, uh, Dan and, uh, and Assange. And oh, Assange, yeah. okay? But, he looks a real Italian. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's an Italian guy. That, 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 so, so they got all these Italian, and then they got Dan and Assange in like a wig and a fucking uh, like Sergio Tacchini jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then all just so that he can have a stick fight you know, with uh, yeah. with fucking Segal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then they go, it's so contrived. They go like this, like he's fucking up everybody, and they go, Hey sticks, get him. <laughs> and and fucking sticks comes over and fucking and it's the, the it, it's embarrassing, but it's also the best stuff on yeah. earth. It's so bad it's good. Uh, uh, beyond, yeah. It's beyond good. Yeah. I'm making fun of this shit. At home, I own these movies <laughs> in my collection. Okay, I got the same one. I got all the outrageous ones. I got the Mark for Death, where you got the fucking Jamaican crew. I got the other one with fucking guy. Now, I actually, I, I, I saw like 
Outside of the first one, was I, I thought that was a good one, and the other ones were so painful. I, I literally had a hard time sitting through them. Yeah, and, I was, and, he uh, did one good big budget. Guys. He did uh, one big budget one that was good though, like the biggest one he ever did was that one where he's on the fucking ship or whatever. Oh, what the? It's under siege. Under he remember that was that like was a heel. Good movie yeah, yeah. like oh, okay. like with tommy lee jones is the bad guy and shit yeah, yeah. well he, he he did a good one where he was uh he was a anti-terrorist guy who gets killed by uh excuse you know, very me small, i think it's, I, I, I think it's anti-muslim Let, let's not <laughs> let's not to get uh you know watch your p's and q's over oh, here of course. it's a very sensitive chime now okay all right so guy uh yeah. so you 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 win you guy show some his heck well, that is his fucking yeah, name. Yeah. Okay, so, sorry. Okay. So you win is that like a nickname? Guy. That's Dr. a nickname? Guy. So you win UFC 4 and 5. Why did you then go to uh, uh, Pancrase? Um, well, so he could slap the shit out of people. <laughs> and wear exactly. a Hick James boots like uh, Boss Wooden. I, I wanted, yeah. Well, I want, first of all, I wanted to always be a superhero, and so I had my superhero costume, obviously, yeah, no through shit. the Pancrase. Well, it was more and, a Hick uh, James costume, but hey, like, who's counting? <laughs> Hicks James superhero. Yeah, yeah. Well, true. Yeah, he might have been a superhero to uh, some a lot of people. Yes, but uh, no. But really, what it came down to was uh, a couple of things. One is that the UFC was progressively getting bigger and bigger guys. I mean, and and they, they could fight. I mean, it wasn't a bunch of fat boys. You know, it was a bunch of 240, 250 pound guys who could could really throw. And you know, and I, and I walk around at about two hundred. You know what I mean? So it was like you know the realist. You know, I'm like, all right. You know, this is going to be a tougher, tougher deal, and and they weren't paying a huge amount of money to what, fight. What were they paying? <laughs> I, I don't a know what everybody fare. was doing, but I, I remember everyone being upset with me because I, I like I got paid five grand, and everyone's all mad at me because I got paid more than everybody at the, at that level. At Think that, about that. that. But the single combat matches, you know, and so I think most of them were gotten paid like two grand or something like that, and and so the. The uh, and, the, and the rules were no headbutting and biting. No, 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 no rules. No, it was, you could bite. Well, you couldn't yeah. bite. Any, well. No, you could. There were no rules. You, you could, could bite. bite. Oh, I thought you couldn't bite and fish hook. No, well, no, you no, know no. better than me. I don't no, know. no. They they started initiating the no fish hook, and um, I think after UFC um, might have been UFC five, UFC six, they had a kung fu guy that I was supposed to fight. Who backed out? My the fight. favorite guy. Wait, <laughs> was it? Uh, the white tiger or whatever. Oh no 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 no! no. That was my favorite guy, by the, the way. Kempo guy. That guy was all, the the fucking. Keith Carradine. I mean, uh, Keith uh, Hackney. Keith Hackney. Yeah, yeah. That was bar none my favorite fucking guy. Dude, I'll be honest. That guy was tough as shit. Uh, no yeah. shit. That I mean, guy was yeah. Tough. I mean, listen. That's the you guy know, you don't want to fight in the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's that's the guy that you look at. Who you are? He's a you know he's a bodybuilder wannabe fucking clown. <laughs> he comes at you like this. You start laughing and he whoops your ass. I mean, you know what I mean, He'll he was a tough son of a gun, dude. You know? And and uh, yeah, he was he was a nice man too. I liked him a lot. But uh, we should have him on the fucking yeah, show. He'd be great. Come on, Keith Hackney, if you're out there. He he was uh, yeah he was really a uh, tough guy and. Um, but so that's not who you was talking about. No, no, no. There was a, uh, it was a, some other company. He 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 only made it on the alternate oh. show. But he fought a Canadian. Was it Jason something or Silver? So, so. No, no, I don't remember. I don't. I I, I wouldn't even remember his okay, name. Okay. I remember his face, but his name. Anyway, so he was fighting an undercard fight, you know, like a, a challenge match or something, or uh, one of the um, um, alternate matches. I'm not sure which it was, and he uh, was fighting this pro wrestler from Canada, and. Uh, somehow, I don't remember how the cut happened, but he had a cut on him. The guy was on top of him, and this guy reaches up into the cut and just starts tearing. Oh, nice. And nice. so, yeah. And so, you know, and I. What a. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, what a fuck stick. And then, um, but, so but right Mark after Kerr, that. I mean, Mark Kerr was putting his chin in guys, uh, you know, eyes. And, wow. And like, I mean, That's how they do little, that in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how they do that in fucking wrestling. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that, you get that in wrestling. You get that kind of stuff in wrestling. You know, but, you know, to, to maliciously, I always look like this, you know. You know, in fact, like Bob Meyerwitz used to get pissed off at me. He was a former owner of uh, the UFC when it was uh, Center for Entertainment Group. He'd get mad at me because I, I, I would sit there, and I, you know, and back then, Okay, the guys were too one-dimensional. Okay, so like not not everybody could strike and wrestle. Well, I was a good striker and a good wrestler, right? So, so most of those early matches were pretty easy for me because of that. And so I got on top of these guys, and I'd be like, look at them going, hey, dude, you got to give up because you ain't going to move me, you know what I mean? And I'd hit them, and I'd be like, hey, give up. And I'd hit them and hit them, and yeah. then finally you're they... you trying to save them from themselves. Yeah, because, I mean, I got to look at myself in the mirror, man. I'm not going to do something I'm ashamed of. And, and, and right. so... Meyerowitz used to be pissed off. We go, he'd sit there and go, "Dude, I can't believe you know, you know." He's like, "Can't believe you would be like, like that. You know, you gotta stop being such a pussy." I like, be careful, Meyerowitz, or what you say to me. Unbelievable. I go, I go, go, you be careful what you say to me because I don't give a fuck if I ever show up here again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you got. He was a dick. And what uh, a scumbag wanting you to be, you know, this ain't the fucking home and empire or whatever. Right. Of course. Well, that's yeah. And and like I said, if, if 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 somebody wants to do that, that's fine. That's their, that's, that's they gotta live with themselves. I'm yeah. just not gonna do that. And so that's what really happened. And the funny part is, is like you know the, the whole UFC thing. The original case. This is where people might mistaken. In the original UFC, the very first one, there was no biting and there was no eye gouging. All right, and they challenged these guys. But as soon as that came out, all the death karate guys. Every I mean I swear to God, all of them goes. Well, you can't attack the eyes. I mean that's. An, this is not. No, I'm like, if your entire system consists yeah. of me poking you in the yeah. eye, I'm like, all I can oh, imagine them on. going around going, yeah. little, 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 come on. Doot. yeah, little, come little on. curly and, and molar. And yeah. right. So that was their argument. I swear to God, you, it was on the karate magazines. Well, you know, it's not really because I can't poke in the eyes. I'm like, uh, seriously. You know what they forget too? If that shit's allowed, then you can do that too. too. You know, yeah. or like guys yeah. who say, well, I would but, just but use a gun. Well, guess what? I, like we that. could have I a mean, fucking shit. gun too. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Stuff like that isn't. And I, I mean, I've been in street fights where I've been gouged. I mean, I've lost some of my vision because of it. It didn't stop me from do, killing the guy, beating the shit out of the guy. Yeah, it make you even more Yeah, it made me, made me hurt the guy. Yeah, and so the, 3 and 0, though. Well, and, you're and cutting this guy off. He was about to tell you some nice, good stuff. Okay, but whatever. No, I was Who just, cares? <laughs> no, 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 what I was saying, what I was going to finish up was, is that the all the death karate guys and everything like that, so after UFC 1, they all complained about that. So after at UFC 2, they took all those out. So that's why people thought there was that rule. But after UFC 2, they said, oh, well, we'll, we'll do it. And, and it's funny because all the death karate guys, all the death martyrs, they got crushed. They got crushed by a sports guys, you know, because I keep telling them, I said, listen, sp- you know, sport martial arts, yeah, it's not death, cr- it's not death match. But it's more close to a death match than, you know, simulation bullshit that they do, right. you know. And that's why you got crushed because you guys don't fight. Right. You know, you don't. One, you're not in condition, as we know. Fighting is a different condition than practice, right? You know, you got to be, you know, really do it. And 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 that's why the wrestlers, want, guys yeah. like Mark Coleman, who never boxed a day in his life, crushed guys. Why? Yeah. Because he's a badass wrestler with three, four hundred, five, six thousand wrestling matches. I mean, he wrestled more than me, and I had over four hundred wrestling matches. You know, g- growing up, you know what I mean. I mean, so he probably had a thousands of wrestling matches. Those are thousand fights. Thousand yeah. more experienced than 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 the, those schmucks that yeah. you know, do you know lift arm and block here when yeah. the stiff arm knife attack comes yeah. this is what you want to do and so you know th- that was probably the most enlightening part about the thing the UFC changed 
the way we do martial oh arts. Oh my god, yeah, and, yeah of course. And because I used to say it myself, like I did karate and I had karate guys that go like, and I wrestled. And I go, dude, I just take you now. And they go, well, I'll sidekick you. You sidekick me now. I'm still here. So what's going to happen when I grab your leg and slam you on the ground? Right. You know, and and, yeah. and so, you know. Because it's it, a lot of hypothetical shit and not, you know, you seeing it over and over. Yeah. You're getting experience taking the guy down. You know what that feels oh, like. Yeah. But they, they imagine the shit. Let's be honest, man. I, I wrestled before I ever did karate. And even when I was a good, like I was a badass karate guy. I mean, I still wrestled guys. I shot in. Did a split single, slammed him on the ground. Yeah. Nobody ever got up and kicked why my ass take, after that. Why take the Nobody damage. did. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. And so, you know, so the thing is, is that, it, that, that, that that's probably the coolest thing about old school, you know, the old school game. And the difference between like the old school game and the new game is the fact that the old school game, I don't glorify it because the athletes are much better today. I mean, if we had no rules today, we'd probably take guys out in body bags. But the, the thing is, is that, because no one knew how to train for that shit. I mean, how do you train for freaking no rules, no time limit against a guy who knows how to but fight? there were also some very good athletes back then. I mean, Coleman. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, oh, no, no. I think the athletes today would, do, would, would, would win today, too. I mean, you know, I was one of those athletes back then, and I was, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I was at the beginning, and to the, the you know and i fought all the way through to the to, to the, M the mma rules i went from nhb to, to mma but i think the difference that that, that the real difference in and whether you like it or dislike it is the fact that you had to finish fights and see that the the, the the one disappointing part about that i don't like watching in these matches yeah. and same thing with jiu-jitsu matches and stuff oh. like that is that these guys don't try to go for a finish yeah. they go to win the rounds and they go for points nah, and, they, and stuff like, like that and so you know uh, and, and, and that that so the reason that it's so much different is because you didn't have a time limit and you had to finish the guy. It was going to go forever until somebody got stopped, right? Yeah. So that changes the dynamic of the game up a tremendous amount. Then okay, I'm going to go for 15 minutes. I'm going to train for 15 minutes. I'm going to get a decision one way or the other. So it changes that. It's not either. It's not better or worse. It's just different. Right. So when guys sit there and go, oh, this and this and which is better, I go. It's apples and oranges, you know what I mean? I mean, they look a lot. It's like rugby and football. It looks a lot alike, but a little different. But also, I mean, don't you think also, uh, you know, like when you were training to have fight sometimes three times in a night, yeah, like that. Plus, you didn't know you didn't know what you were fighting. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you signed up, and it was like, oh yeah, that we got, you know, and then and then they go, then they make the announcement. Everybody's in. Okay, we got we got a jujitsu world champion. We got a, a boxing world champion. We got a kickboxing world champion. We got a shooter world. You're like, oh shit! Now I got to prepare for this, and you know. And like you're fighting in six weeks, you know. So you're like, yeah, you, you wasn't know, choosing we, you guys and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're like, so, yeah. So you're like, you know, it's like I said, you make the comment about my cutting, cutting my hair, right? You know. Well, well I wasn't worried about my hair against the other guys, but then when they, the tournament, Art Davies, you know, calls me up, and goes, "Hey, guy, you, you, we want you in the tournament." I go, "Well, who's in it?" He goes, "Well." Uh, you know, we're not well, art. Tell me who's in this. Come on, I've been around. He goes, he goes. Well, you know, we got you know Royce Alger, two-time World Cup champion, two-time NCAA champion. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, we you know they had Ensign uh, uh, NOA World Shooto champion. I'm like, oh shit. You know, and then we had Christoph Lininger, you know, three-time national judo champion. I'm like, oh, well, these guys don't screw around. Yeah. It's time for a haircut. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. But also, it's I've time been slung around. I've been slung around by like a doll, man. You know, by those guys. Yeah, if, if you I can look up, if they have on you. YouTube, you can look up one uh, fucking guy who was grabbing up that beautiful long locks that he have. <laughs> who was that? Uh, what was his name? Um, I can't even John, remember. Uh, Michael, uh, John Dowdy? John Dowdy. Yeah, but I John remember Dowdy. that what a pain in the ass. I remember watching that fight, and I was I was like, God damn it, let the guy's fucking hair go here. Now, your fight with Boz. Yeah. Uh, was that one of the toughest guys to figure out? Was Boz rooting just because it was... No. 
I, wow. I know how to be boss. I mean, it was just the matter of the rules. I mean, boss is just a great athlete. He caught me in a kind of a funky heel hook kind of thing that, um, But did the boots, no. the the Hick James boots, man? They, they, well, the problem, yeah, the problem is when you shoe is that when they get your leg, you know, you're, you're, you're you know. You're, also, you're you was wearing uh, knee-high platform boots. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck else are you going to get? Hill hook is yeah. screaming yeah. down yeah. there. Well, the shoe, yeah, the, the shoe really is, was the uh, the main problem. If you, who you who got made that heel. shoe? Floor shine? <laughs> no, they were just wrestling shoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were wrestling shoes, but that made it, yeah. But Boss, you know, you know, Boss's deal was, you know, like, You know, which he's actually Boz is a much better martial artist than he was back then because he didn't know how to wrestle back then. So I mean, he spent most of the time on his back for that match. I thought you know? the Randleman fight. I thought Kevin won that fight. That was a uh, Boz versus Randleman. Yeah, I'm gonna tell Boz that you said I, that. I don't care. Uh, you can tell Boz. You know, you I can't that. wait I, to I have, tell Boz. I have nothing but respect for Boz Rutten. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like it. It Kevin sounds Randleman like it. Won that. Who do you think won that fight? Well, God has to solve Kevin Handelman. But if Boss is here, Boss, <laughs> Boss Handelman. <laughs> Who okay. do you think won that fight? You know, I'll be honest, I only caught part of it. And the part that I saw, because I was actually there and we were in the back, you know, and I, so I didn't actually see most of the fight. And I've only seen parts of it outside of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, Boss, you know, like I said, Boss took the like the damage on the thing so I, i i would say yeah if you looked at who took the damage on right, that right. boss definitely was the one who took the beating end of that but uh, i always like you know i almost intentionally didn't ever really look at it because a boss is like, like a dear friend of mine yeah and and i didn't really want to ever like say yeah Question you lost or, or not right you know what i mean yeah. and and you know so because i i kind of intentionally didn't you know like i said we i i wasn't there for because like i said we were dealing with our own issues that night you know with stuff after the fight because that, that was a championship fight and we were you know last fight and we had to deal with our, our athletes that were competing you know we had to take care of them and so the fight was over by the time i kind of got back into it and uh so i didn't do it and I, again like i said everyone was like boss didn't win it and i was like well you know like this and so i kind of like yeah i, I didn't want to avoid you know I, like, I get so it that makes boss sense. is my brother you know so it's that like, makes uh, sense now the lion's den what was training at the lion's den like um Well, you know, I, I, it's funny. I'll tell you my experience with the the tryout, the infamous tryout. It was um, it's actually kind of a. I met them at UFC three, you know, because I they had me fly out there because I said I got to see this stuff in real life. And you got man, dude, it was it was a yeah, like it was a circus. I mean, chemo had a bunch of freaking <laughs> juice bag douchebags there that were just like. Things when and he had the, the the cross, the cross. Yeah, well that, yeah. that, that, that part was later, was that, that, later? That, that that came in the event we're talking like okay. at the hotel he had oh, okay. 15 or 20 cronies they're all a bunch of big fucking douchebags giving you a hard time or like honey well they were giving everybody guys. a hard time you know yeah, yeah. and you know, but i thought he was a man of god well the, i'm sure they all were but they're all yeah they're all a bunch of hypocrites is what they were and uh well, god are you god we're gonna pretend he didn't say that go on go on yeah <laughs> <laughs> God will forgive me. Whether he forgives them or not, I don't know. Right. But, uh, I can't believe you said that. But, uh, but anyway, so, and, and then, of course, the Gracies, you know, the Gracies were all, uh, you know, had the flare-up, too, you know, and so everybody... What do you mean by the flare-up? Oh, they were, uh, oh, hell, man, when Chemo ran back in the thing, the whole Gracie clan and all, all those guys, they were going to go to war. They were going to beat up everybody. Literally, I remember going, you're out of your minds, guys. You're going to go attack this, the group. And they're like, they disrespected us. And I'm like... Uh, so this is like, America. And I said, this is America and this is the South, okay? Yeah. You look Mexican. They're going to shoot you. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I got, I, but I thought I you said that the Gracies had the Klan with them, so. <laughs> the, <laughs> not, not the Klu Klux Klan, the Gracie Klan. The Gracie Klan. 
And so, oh, I didn't know they had a clan. Yeah. I'm confused. American history. Don't you think the Gracies would have beaten up all these juiced up roid heads? Uh, probably, yeah. But yeah, you know, but it would have been a, uh, a yeah. Bloodbath. I mean, it would have been a it would have been another black spot on on uh, MMA. It's not That's like my brother African American spot. Yeah. You, you you're batting a thousand over here. <laughs> All right, go on. Yeah, I mean, it was bad enough. We were catching enough flack about enough. And it literally, I was, it was so crazy going on there. I was like, man, I don't know if I want to be involved in this, you know what I mean? Because I always considered myself, the fighting aspect of what I did, as an athlete, you know what I mean? I, I, I like the rules, you know what I mean? I, I like it just because from my own sense of, power, of, of, of common decency, I, I like to think of myself as an athlete, not as a, not as a, a killer, right? right? You know? And so the... Um, and what hotel are you guys at? By the way, is this like at like the Motel Six where this is going? No, on? no, no. This is a really nice hotel. Um, I remember where it was. It was in Charlotte. I don't remember the name of the hotel, but it was nice. And um, and so it so was I had, uh, like a head hole fan or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. So so it got you know so it all got you know so it was you know pretty crazy. And so I'd actually met Ken, Frank, and um, Bob at the uh, at the event. Wait, and, Bob. Um, Which one is Bobby? Bob Bob was his, their father. Oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I Bob saw him. Yeah, and so. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I got, let me be really honest with you. I go, I've been asked to fight in this thing. I've agreed to fight in it. I go, I'd like to come out and train you guys and have an assessment on what I'll do. I go, I've had a ton of fights, but I've never had one with no rules. I've never had one with no time limits. I go, everyone says it's a street fight. I go, it's not a street fight. Street fight is some dumbass who doesn't realize he started a fight with me. I punch him in the face and I go home yeah, before yeah. the cops are raid. That's <laughs> yeah, a street fight. Yeah. Everyone goes, it's a street fight. No, it's not. Because I've never fought anybody in the street and I've had more than my share of street fights who could knew how to fight. Right. Okay. So, and if they did, they never got a chance because once I realized it was going to be a fight, I punched him in the face and I knocked him out. Right. <laughs> right. So it, it wasn't a street fight. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a 30 30 cage against somebody who knows how to fight or is supposed to know to fight. And so, I'll be honest. I didn't sleep good. So I, I go, I go. I had not slept good since I agreed to do this, you know. And I need to make sure that I'm not going to get killed. And you were doing it strictly for money? No, I was doing this because I wanted to win it. I wanted because I, I was going to leave fighting anyways. I was like, you wanted to after test this, yourself. Yes, I, I basically wanted to make a mark. I was like, you know, uh, it was a bit at the at the time for martial arts. This was the biggest thing going on i mean kickboxing was basically dead you know k1 was picking up but nobody knew what k1 was in america no, i did because i was yeah. you know i was a kickboxing fan and there was nothing going on in martial arts boxing was it there was a lot of hub i knew hey i could win this thing and i could win this no rules you know a real kumite type thing oh yeah and i could retire and get on with my life you know and, and have a real life and then so it just you know turned out that i got Another fight offer and another right, fight right, right. offer. Of and course. Ten years later, I decided, hey, I better grow up and get a job. And I'm 36 years old. But, uh, but anyways, um, so, th so that's how I met them. And so they said, yeah, come on out. So I, I went out. Um, I literally defended. I had to defend my t championship at the kickboxing. And then that night I left. The next night I left and um, went out to uh, Lodi and uh, met met with Bob and them and. And it was funny because I didn't get any sleep. I had like three hours sleep and I was being driven around by Bob. And finally we meet up with Ken and we're in the, we train this, this warehouse. And what's Ken like? Uh, Ken was real cool. I mean, you know, he was, he's quiet. Ken's quiet. You know what I mean? Frankie and, was the, was the one that was a pisser, huh? Yeah. But Frank, yeah. Frank, Frank, Frank wasn't there. He was actually in Japan at the time. Okay. Oh. And so. Doing Frank Grace already? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was already doing Frank Grace and he was, he was training at the dojo there. Ah. And so, um, so I was there and, uh, I met the crew, and then so Ken's like, "Hey, you know, would you be interested in um, trying out for the team?" 
And I was like, I didn't really think about it. And I'm like, yeah, why not? Because I never really had a, you know, I, I, like in kickboxing, I, I formed my team. I mean, I got my trainers. I got the people. You have to try out. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. So I was like, uh, he goes, yeah, let's do this trout. I'm thinking, all right, what was it going to be? Yeah. So I said, yeah, sure. He goes, all right, we'll go ahead and get d- dressed. And so, you know, and this is on three hours sleep. <sighs> so. I go get dressed. It's freezing, guys. It's freezing cold, right? And so I'm in, you know, I'm in sweats and tights and my wrestling shoes. And he goes, "All right, um, let's start off uh, with 500 squats." I go, "What? 500 squats? Yeah, oh, free no. squats. 500 Hindu squats." I'm like, "Oh, here we go." All right, I never did that. <laughs> I go, "How bad can that be?" Right? So <laughs> like I did his girlfriend on Instagram. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right, go oh, on. Don't oh. get me started oh. on that one. Those all right, cheeks. go on. Go on. So we did five hundred. I did five hundred uh, squat. Man, my legs were fucking dead. Yeah, and and then <laughs> like, I did five hundred of those, and then and then I'm like, okay, what's next? And he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, five hundred sit ups. I went, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm, fighting, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, all right, no big deal. So I, I go, you know, I'm not gonna back down, right? You know, what I mean, I'm not this, no, not, not that I agree to this. So I do 500. Sit-ups. The funny part was, I sat there. The guy was holding my legs. He was, you know, making sure I didn't cheat. They had a guy holding so your legs. Go, what kind of shit is this? He's holding my legs for my sit-ups. And so I sit there and I go, and they say go. I go flying out there. I'm doing all these sit-ups, man. I'm like, and I do them until I'm like, I can't, my stomach's about to explode. I'm like, oh God, oh God, how many I got? He goes, 35. I go, what? Whoa. <laughs> I go, 35. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh shit, man, I'm like this. So oh. I got I got done 500 of those. I go, what's next? 500 leg lifts. I'm like, shit. And they just sit in there watching. What is this? Yeah, fucking they're watching. Cross people sitting there watching. There's eight of us. This is about CrossFit eight. or the Lion's Den? Yeah. yeah. It's a tryout. Wow. And then and then I do 200 push-ups. And then I had to run a mile and a half. And I had a walk. The funny part was the kid who was pitching me, he goes, he was getting mad because like I was like, I, I, I was acting like I was, I was dying, but yeah. I was acting like this ain't shit. Right. I, like this is all you guys got. Course, yeah, yeah. And, and so we're running and I have to run a mile and a half like in 12 minutes, like easy, right? So, After but my legs are shot. After yeah, all this yeah, shit. Yeah, but my legs are shot. So I'm trying to take it easy, right? So I'm running and this guy kept going, you better hurry up. You're going to get this coffee. We'll get my watch. I'm fine. <laughs> I kept going like he kept getting pissed off, and so we ended up doing that, and then I have to fight after that. Okay, so that's I fight. What I thought was about to happen. That's so, crazy business. That's so, crazy shit. So I'm fighting Vernon White, you know. And oh, the, the tiger White, tiger, the tiger yeah. White, and uh, the White Tiger. There's not. Well, white. he was. Yeah. He, white. he was the off-white Tiger. Right. <laughs> He's the chocolate Tiger. Yeah, and and our chocolate Tiger. So so it's funny because like Ken goes, okay, we're gonna fight for 15 minutes. I was like, oh, okay, fuck, all right. So, but you know, I'd watch Vernon Miv, and I realized he couldn't wrestle. So I said, this can't be that bad. And but so, he's full strength. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't do any, any of that stuff. Sh- oh my! And God. so, so, so we get going, and uh, and it was funny because they started going. All right, listen, if he gets you in something, you can tap out, but just don't quit. All right, tap out, just don't quit. What that mean? Meaning tap out, but don't like say I had enough. Right. right. They stand you up. You had to fight for 15 minutes. Didn't matter how many times you got tapped out. Oh, right. okay. You okay. had to fight. Oh, you know? God, are you? And so we start off, and I'm like, I'm like, they think this guy's going to kick my ass. I guess. And, and uh, I caught Vernon with a liver punch like about two minutes into it. He went down. No way. Yeah, yeah. And so. He gets up. He gets going again. Did you know who Vernon was at this point? Like you- no, no, I didn't know any of these guys. But he probably wasn't nobody. No, 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 yeah, he was. He, yeah. he was fighting in Pancrase. But yeah. he, this, the only guy I knew was Jason Delucia because of the UFC. That's what and, I was thinking yeah, about when yeah. you said 
uh, kung fu guy. Oh, Jason. I was thinking yeah, no. of, he, he was kind of a good looking kid, like oh, yeah. like like Italian kid. Yeah, yeah, Delucia. Yeah. Well, come on, yeah. Yeah. Maron. <laughs> what is this? All for justice, Paul. All right. Okay. So okay. Don't make so, me call so you over here. So 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 anyway, so we had a fight. Like I said, he couldn't really wrestle, and uh, so I, you know, I just used my wrestling basically overpower him. But I remember like they were like, it was funny because then it started going instead of like trying to cheer me on they're trying to cheer Vernon on no way yeah like come on Vernon and then so at one point they go you can hit him when he's down because I mounted him right yeah and I I looked over at Vernon and I was like I leaned over like I was was like like, hey dude don't worry I'm gonna hit you is he wearing headgear or no 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 help come on my brother you think they're gonna have headgear after this story so so I leaned over and I go I I leaned over and I go hey dude don't worry I ain't gonna hit you when I get like this I lean up and Vernon punches me from the corner you dirty motherfucker well, it was open hand. Uh, it was open hand. Uh, thing, but he opened hand right Still. in the face. I'm like, really? You see, you see. <laughs> so, so I started going to town on it. And, uh, and, and so the thing was is there, there was a clock in the back of the thing. Like, it was this obscure place. So I kept looking at the clock. I was like, oh, shit, 20 minutes has gone by. Do I tell him that 20 minutes yeah, yeah. I mean, And literally, I went for over 35 minutes. Wow. I was so sore. I literally couldn't train for two days after that. So after that, you were part of the team. After that, I was part of the team. Now, uh, now your first fight against Tito. Did you know how good Tito was? Or? No, I didn't know anything about him. I knew he was a wrestler. I knew he was a state champion wrestler, and uh, but I didn't really know uh, much about him. You know, in all fairness, to Tito and the stuff. You know, he was hanging around a bunch of clowns. You know, with Tank Abbott's people. But you know, he wasn't a clown. He he was a really good fighter. But know? how much was that like rivalry between you know his team and, or and the and the the Lions Den? Was that there was, that was on, there was nothing really going on with that? Okay. I mean, the fact that you know. Um, you know, you had uh, Tank, who was always just causing him trouble for everybody. You know what I mean? He, he was just a walking trouble. That's hard to believe. <laughs> I know. But didn't, didn't Tito guy. have a shirt saying you were his like guy? No, no that, that happened in UFC 19. Oh, UFC 19. That because was he, had a, he was like, he was killing everybody, and he, that was the one guy that fucked him up. Yeah. Now, but, now when, he, but when he's wearing that shirt, are you just like fuming? Did that get to you? Or did you laugh at it? Or You know, uh, I don't know. It's like one of those things where like I was like, Seriously, dude. I mean, fuck, you know. And I, you know, I, I made a bad decision taking that fight. You know, a couple of things. One, I'll be honest, I underestimated Tito. And you get uh, the second time. Yeah, the second yeah. time. Because um, as much as everyone thinks, like that, the 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 fight where I caught him, I was like, I was never hurt, or never was in danger. I mean, as much as you know, he had me hit me with those knees. I mean, it was just like I wasn't ever hurt at that thing, you know. And there was, I, I was just like, there's. I'm not going to have a problem with this guy. And and I didn't train the way I probably should have and and to be honest I was kind of I was sick and and I just underestimated him. I didn't think I would do it and and I paid the price for it, you know, and and um you know, and and so I you know, it's, it's weird, you know. I mean, Tito and me are I mean, we're not blood brothers or anything, but it's funny cuz we sit around and talk about our kids now and Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, you friends yeah. with Cheeto? Yeah, yeah. Wait, where where you live these days? Well, I live in Dallas. Okay, but, but you, yeah, you're, yeah, I run into him, you know, yeah. all the different events. I'll run into him, and so you know, and, and it's funny how time changes things. You know, I of think course. You guys got I, I think a lot of stuff. Tito, I think a lot of Tito's would probably want to do things differently. You know, if he did, you know, things. I think he 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 got an appreciation for, you know, what it took and and respect uh, that it took to do it. I think that he didn't really have it first. Now you fought, I mean, some legends uh, out of between Vanderlei Silva, Chuck Liddell, Sakuraba. Yeah. Who, who was the, who was the best guy you think you fought? Oh man, <clears throat> I mean, I, it, it, it uh, you know, it's so tough to put because he, I mean, he's brought something different, you know, and thing like Chuck. You know, I mean, he was one of the toughest guys I fought, and he was the hardest hit. I've never been hit that hard, and uh, 
And in fact, I've never got actually knocked out. I've been hurt a couple of times, but I never got knocked out. He knocked me out, uh, and he could take a shot. I mean, I knocked him down in the fight. I heard him several I times in the fight. fight. That's a barn burn. Yeah. That, that's a I, I knocked one. him down. I knocked him. I think I, yeah, I knocked him down once, but I heard him several times, and he still came back and got me. So you know, I, I'd say he was my toughest guy. Yeah, he was by far the toughest guy I had. Um, but there, I mean, um, but you know, you look at like who I think was the smartest fighter out there. You know, Sakuraba by far was the most clever fighter out there. He was most dangerous. You know, with him, and, you know, as as much as, uh, you know, they, the whole bullshit with that thing, you know, it's like, you know, I was a spoiler. They, they brought me in to lose. You know, they gave me two weeks to go on that fight. Well, Literally, a lot I, of squirrely shit. That, I did, that I, believe it or not, I had the flu and a broken foot on that thing. And, and, but they gave me so much money. I said, I fight anybody 15 minutes. And that was the deal. See, they didn't realize the contract and other guys had the contract. It was one 15 minute round. There was no, I mean, no overtime. You make a decision, but they were trying to set up the whole Sagaraba versus Hoist Gracie deal. And suddenly he loses to me and they change, they change everything up, right. which is typical over there. You know, they, they don't have a boxing commission. Well, they what do you think like about that. like Amanda Nunez last week pulled out of her fight because she had mucus. She had a problem with like mucus, you know? I mean, do you think these guys or girls now, it's just, it's just like, would you ever pull out of a fight day of the fight? I've never, pulled, I, I, listen, I fought times when, like I said, I, I should not have taken the fight with Tito cause I wasn't, I wasn't feeling well. That Sakuraba fight, uh, I, you know, I literally was recovering from the flu. Um, that's me. I, 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 I'm not going to put my judgments on other people like that because I don't know what was in her head, right? You know, I don't know what it is. Now, on the surface, I'm thinking she probably committed, you know, job suicide now because she's going to have a tough time. She's going to have to have amazing fights to get back on the card on the thing because she's become unreliable. And, you know, the one thing with, with me, uh, I was never scared of anybody. Cause I, I figured I could figure out I can beat anybody. I can figure a way. I, I am I am have no delusions about how great of a fighter I am. But I'm one of the smartest fighters out there, and I understand my skill sets really well. And I know how I can, and and, and they're varied. And so I I always figured I could figure a way to beat somebody. So I was never fearful of fighting somebody. So it didn't matter who I fought. I you know, and as they got better and better and of course as we had more film and stuff, you know, it was easier for me to figure out cuz I could figure a guy out. Okay, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. And um so to me, you know, with her pulling out like that, you know, it's like you know, it, it doesn't shock. Because it only to like it was something else. She, she yeah, had plus, well, we don't know. I mean, they, they were cleared. She was cleared from what I understand. She was cleared one not once but twice by the, the by by the med staff. So you know, but you know what? The problem is simply this, is that they're putting their life on the line. And, and, and that sounds, people like trying to make that sound like it's dramatic or something. Yeah. No, you are. Yeah. People die in the sport. People yeah. die in, in, in yeah, these things. Yeah, yeah. Your life, every time you get punched in the head, you know, and believe me, I'm a functionalologist now, your life is shortened because of that. And so if you're not feeling up for it, and your financial life, you know, sometimes, you know, like, you yeah. never know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing with Amanda. That's why I, I wasn't going to, like, everyone was so mad at her. And I'm like, you know what? We don't know what's wrong with her. Yeah, and yeah there's disappointment. I, 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 I talked to so many fighters, and I'm like, hey, you know, this one loss you had, oh, I went in there with a broken rib. Yeah. Oh, I went in there with a hurt shoulder. Yeah. meniscus, I, I yeah, all that kind of shit. ACL. Yeah. I'm like, well, why didn't you? Well, I need the money. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. she, if she doesn't need the money, then, you know what? Good. Who knows? Good well, Who knows? Well, also, like I said. I don't know what was in her head, so it's hard for me to make the judgment. And to be honest, like I said, 
most people that are most critical now there are going to be people fighters that most people that are critical never had the guts to step up anyway so right. you know so like you know when, when you sit there and you know you, you get this beer belly fuck you suck I'm like going have you looked yourself in the mirror lately sir uh, you know yeah. what I mean come uh, on the, you know uh, what I mean come on uh, first uh, last weekend I was at the fights and uh, uh, Angela Hill was walking out and uh, you know, I was cool. I got to take everyone five while they were walking out, and then yeah. and I was like, I, I like Angela Hill. She's a friend of yeah, mine. Yeah, she's and cool. And then somebody behind me is like, "You're gonna lose, right?" Nice. And then Angela's husband gave him the middle finger as walking. I was like, I was, but who would yell, "You're gonna lose" as they're walking? You know, so many of those guys. That, that's why sometimes I, unless I got dynamite seats, I prefer not to be at the fucking fight. Or if you know if someone well, my I don't friend like is like the fights because either, these fucking you know. guys is drinking Bud Light and talking shit and oh, you know, yeah kick him in the balls yeah, and yeah, do, yeah. do mean, this stuff you the, a pussy the amount, of, the, the amount of douchebags yeah and even that you know it's funny because even some nice people suddenly get in there they get a couple of beers they get yeah. in there and they become douchebags yeah. and I'm, you're like you know it's like. It's the Roman mob, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm a historian by, you know, by, yeah. by things, and I read the stuff. And if you read, like, I read a lot of stuff about the gladiatorial games and everything. And if you read, like, there's a famous uh, philosopher, uh, Cyrano, and he was uh, about just a little bit after, uh, oh, a little bit after Augustus Caesar, and and so he lived longer like that. But he talks about that, right? And if you hear his talking, you'd be like. Holy crap! He could have been talking about the UFC fans. People don't change the same shit. Yeah, and yeah. so so it's like you got to you know, I mean, okay, a prime example, you know, who's a phenomenal at working the mob, you know, McGregor. You oh, know, yeah. he works the mob great. Somehow they think that there's going to be a competitive boxing match between one of the greatest boxers in ever and a guy who uh, listen. McGregor is a really good MMA guy, but I don't yeah. think he's the best either, right? You know what I mean? So, he's just smart as hell. I mean, he's yeah. Something and so else. Uh, more power to him. Him, him yeah. getting this, I'm like, oh my god, it's great. It's this is like the greatest con job in the entire world because I, I have people literally come to me and go, "What do you think's going to happen?" <laughs> I'm going, really? I don't think McGregor's even going to land a punch if it's real. If it's remotely real, he's not going to land a punch because guess what? Some of the greatest boxers in the world couldn't hit him. Yeah. yeah. How is a guy who is not even a very good boxer, he's a good fighter, there's a difference yeah. being yeah. a good fighter and a good boxer. And I said, he's not a very good boxer. I said, I said he's going to make money. I said, I hope he doesn't have too much brain damage no. after it's done. And Golden he Boy somehow found a way. I, he remembered, like, you know... Uh, um, De La Hoya? De La Hoya, he remembered, like, he, he, he was the one who got in that ass more than anybody yeah. I can remember. He, he well, had a Hoya, nice De La Hoya. Game I mean, yeah, right. I, I think a young De La Hoya would have whooped him. I mean, yeah, you know... Well, uh, yeah, that's yeah, true, too. Like, that's true, too. Yeah, I mean... I and mean, he almost won that fight. <laughs> yeah, Mayweather's Mayweather's kind of famous for fighting the legends near the end of their career. Right. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's why he. That's why he. You know, as, as much as he wants to be recognized as the greatest, he won't be because no, of that. No. I, and, I think also his attitude. People don't want to give him the recognition because, because well, yeah, you know I'm what the greatest. I, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't do it like Muhammad Ali did it. You know no, what I mean? you know what the thing is because he, he the way he talks shit is like. And then when you see him in there, I mean, look, he's fantastic. He's I'm not. Oh, you know, he's amazing. But, he's amazing but, but sometimes he don't take a lot of chances. Of course, and I think yeah. the people who look at the greatest, like Muhammad Ali, you know, the, the, Muhammad the, Ali fought everybody. Yeah, Sugar Ray Robinson. and and Sugar took a Ray chance in the matches. Fuck it. Even you know, Anderson like, Silva, who lost six or seven fights even before his huge winning streak, yes. people are saying he's the greatest be yeah. a, because of the way he fought. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and you but look, you wouldn't say that if you saw him first fight. You know what I mean? No. He, he was not, not. But you look I mean, at Conor McGregor. He didn't look like. I mean, when I saw him fight in the early days in Prime Time, I'm like, yeah. 
Well, he or John Am beating him. And then, boy, the, you know, boy, did that mediocre turn into great real quick, you know, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, it was crazy. By the way, so Monday I had a show at the thing and, and Amanda Nunez comes to my show. Yeah. Uh, Dean Thomas is like, hey, we're going to bring Embedded. I'm like, great, this is awesome. So she comes and I'm making fun of her. I'm asking her if she wears the belt with her wife on top, all these lesbian jokes. Everyone's yeah, laughing. Yeah, she's, 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 she's loving it. She's laughing at everything. I watch Embedded. They cut me out of the whole thing. They, they put Dean Thomas on. They put Amanda. They put the comedy club. I don't get a second. Fucking respect, right? I tell you, I tell you, you don't get no. Let me tell you, you're six, you're 27 time world champion. Yeah, on him, you know. Say, listen, but I, but it was cool. Nganu came to my show. Francis Nganu, this huge heavyweight. He's ranked. You ever seen this guy? Holy shit! So he comes to my show, and I'm like, I'm making jokes about him, you know. I'm like, ah, and then I'm, I'm, I'm. He's a really good sport. So he actually comes up to me after my show. He's like, how much for your t-shirts? I'm like. 20 bucks and then he actually just uh he gives me 20 and he goes give it to someone else right and then, then laughs to himself so i i'm like with jay haran at the fights i'm with you i see him walking by i go hey oh, what's jay. up he, uh, he goes you come here I, I go me he goes yeah you come here he goes you sit next to me <laughs> un un unfortunately i had to go because ah. i had to get my comedy show so i gave the ticket to uh to, to jay and jay sat with him but it was one of those things where every time i take off a night to, to watch a fight, it's like Woodley Wonderboy too. It's like the crowds are booing, they're throwing yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, but every time I leave early, of course I'm leaving, and I and it's Michael Johnson. No, versus you Gaethje. missed the fucking Gaethje yeah, fight of the year. And yeah. Every single. <laughs> Did fucking you see time. that fucking? Fight? Oh, no, Did you see that? Fight? Yeah, I saw the highlights. Oh, of it. Yeah, God, was like, that was a that good was one. amazing. That fight. was a good fight that for was Gaethje, one of the but old Michael Johnson good ones. is probably his fight IQ. He could have won that if he just would have stayed away. And just picked him apart after the, he first had him on Queer Street. It, the whole, the whole. No, fight. I'm saying yeah, yeah. the first time he had him. Yeah. Then he goes in. Yeah. And, and grapple with the. I, well, I can't. You look. No, right. Like again, Jesus I'm at home. Yeah. I'm at home. My feet up. But I had a feeling that might happen because. Michael Johnson is the kind of guy to get into a war with Gaethje. Yeah, he just has that like, all right, you want to get into a war? Let's yeah. get into a war. Yeah. See, that's a, see, that's a problem with things is like with these guys and 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 what I try to emphasize with the athletes I work with, I said, man, there are two kinds of athletes: tough ones and smart ones. <laughs> Be a smart one. Yeah, smart ones rely on being smart to win the fights. And tough ones rely on being tough, and tough wears out. And uh, you know, I, I tell about all the time is like, what people don't realize is I, I had really two careers. So I had 60 fights going into UFC, and I had 60 fights in MMA. There's some that aren't on on on, on um, my uh, record when uh, they do these same, fights in Oklahoma. Same stuff with me. Yeah, yeah. But, a lot of my fights but, ain't on there. Yeah, but you know I've had 145 professional fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the reason you can have 145 professional fights because you're smart enough not to get hit that much. You know, and uh, that boxing lesson I got when I was eight years old. <laughs> Had a profound effect on me that I didn't want to. Re you also regret left them. on a win. A lot of these yeah. guys that they that they win and they don't say okay, okay, I'm 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 good to go. They go, hey, I won. I could fight again, and they yeah. lose. And it's like they go, Vegas. And they it's, go, I don't want to. I don't want to leave on a loss. And they yeah. fight again. And yeah. Again. Well, and next thing I you know, it's six losses in a row, yeah. and you're BJ Penn, and you're like, people are, are hey, like, well, careful what, what you're saying I over here. I love BJ Penn, but well, what does he too. have to prove? Yeah. What does he have to prove? Who knows? Well, you know, it's it's yeah, it's I'm not sure, you know, because it's not money for him because he's 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 financially uh, pretty successful, and um, so you know what what, what is it? You know what I mean? What, what, you know what what makes you do it? You know, it's like I'll be honest. When the fight business, when you know when I was going to, it's like 
I was done. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I was like, you know, it's like if I don't have to punch somebody in the face for money, I'll be okay. You know what I mean? Now I still like competing. I still like doing stuff, but at the time it was just like, you know, but it, it, for me, I, it was 17 years and a lot of fights. I mean, a lot of fights, Yeah. you know, 145 is a lot of fights, right? Yeah. You know? And so I was just done. And high school wrestling yeah. matches and college oh, wrestling judo matches. Judo and sambo. Weight. And I mean, I mean, and shit, street uh, fightings. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. but don't you see these guys? Those like, are still but, fun. Yeah. By the way, we got to talk about the fact that uh, a couple of years ago, there was a woman being assaulted. I got my thumb cut off. You got your what? thumb. Now you yeah. went up to the guy. What, they put it back? The guy had a knife. Let me see that. And you beat the living shit out of this guy? Yeah. What happened? All right. Well. Another great, great display of um, manhood, uh, not mine. Um, what happened was, it was okay, so I, after church, I was, it was around Christmas time, the 18th of December. I had uh, purchased a bike for my daughter at the sporting goods store. It's in Dallas, right? So I, I, I drive to the sporting goods store. I'm still in, like, I'm still in a you know, jacket and shirt, you know, and, you know, from church. I run in and to the... Uh, to, to the store and as, as I do I noticed there was some kind of commotion going on but I, I really wasn't paying attention and so I ran in the store and um, I go they bring the bike out I go to pay for it I'm like oh shit I'm on my wallet and I have this notoriously bad habit of holding my wallet in my lap and then I'll get out of the car and oh, I'll drop it on yeah. the freaking so I'm like oh shit man I dropped my wallet in the parking lot so I ran out there and I didn't. I actually just left my wallet in the in the in my truck. And so I grab it and I look over and I all of a sudden I hear this. I hear this guy yell "fuck, fuck, fuck." And I look up and I see this girl go flying back against his car. And I'm like, what? And this guy's like coming at her. And, and there's all these people watching. I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? Right. So I run over there, and this guy is threatening this girl. And this is the thing that kills me up, man. The three guys. Now this guy's about a buck sixty, maybe. Right. Wet. All right. At the time, I was much bigger. I'm 200 pounds now, but I was probably about 215 at the time. And I'm a much bigger guy. And there was a guy filming it, 260 pounds. Looked Come like on. Uh, he liked he liked a football player big, right? He How went fat. Bit. This is? Huh? How like long, three years ago. Three, three years. Ago. Oh yeah. God, I. Yeah. And um, the um, so what um, so you know, I'm just trying to engage the guy, trying to get him to settle down. I'll show you the picture of this. Um, the um. um so I'm not trying to settle him down. And, you know, he's like, if I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say this, you, you don't know who you're fucking with. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Everybody is that guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you don't know. Because the guy who, who, who you really don't know, that's the one that starts fucking you up. And you find out that you shouldn't have fucked uh, with him. Who says that's you, a you guy Metzger? Like, you don't know who you're fucking with. Because fu he don't oh, know. Oh, he, oh he, really? I fucking Obviously, fucking he don't know. Chuck Liddell and yeah. Sakuraba. Well, he don't know that shit. If he knew UFC, that, he, he would have apologized. Four and five, whatever. All right, so what happened? Oh, God. Ah. So the guy says, you look, don't know who that. You can see the tendons wow. and stuff. And we're looking right now at, Maybe at your thumb. The, the, should the, I the, bring the, up to the No, camera? the camera's off. Oh. The fucking battery right now. Uh, so, like five minutes ago. Why you didn't, the first hour. Why you didn't tell me that? All right, go on. The second I had, uh, hour, I had planned a lot of stuff. All right, go on. So then what happened? So, all right, so... So the guy starts, all right, so I, I turned around this lady. I go, has anybody called the cops yet? She goes, yeah, I just called the cops. All right. So I said, I go, listen, dude, settle down. Cops are on their way. You know, nobody's hurt. It's Christmas. It's chill. He goes, you called the cops? I go, yeah. And he starts charging at me. And so I'm like, you know, I, I just grab him and sling him. I go, settle down, dude. You know, <laughs> and he comes at me again and he kind of locks up. And I had a, you know, I had a bicep trap on him and overhook. And I'm like, settle down, dude. This. 
and he bites me. Ah. And uh, so I threw him a head and arm throw. And like I said, man, I was 215 at the time. He was like a buck 60, dude. It was like he went, <sighs> he landed right on his head, knocked him out. And I thought I killed him. And I would have just normally, this is where video cameras suck. We had this big dickhead who wouldn't interfere, but he's filming the whole thing. Right. What a piece of shit. And I'm like, shit. I just, now the kid's going to be a choir boy, right? You know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I've been EMT trained. And so, uh, you know, so I start. And, but the funny part was, I'm actually talking really loud because I'm not really talking to anybody. I'm talking to the camera. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm like, like oh. his pulse is fine. Yeah. I'm checking his eyes. He's yeah. okay. Yeah. He'll be all right. Yeah. Like this. And so I revive him and he starts coming too. And so I was like, all right. So I walk up to this girl. I go, hey, listen, you got three seconds to make up your mind. You can stay here with this douchebag. You can come with me. I'll drop you where you need to go. You can go on your own. She goes, I'd like to come with you. So I help her up. He's on his feet. He got up pretty quick, which surprised me. And uh, he's like, you're a dead man, all this shit. And I'm like, I got listen, Cinderella, the ball ain't going so good for you right now. <laughs> I go, you, you may want to re-decide this. And so he threw a punch. I didn't realize he had his knife. Oh, Damn, okay. And nobody saw. And, and the funny part is, I mean, I'm a self-defense expert. I mean, I teach. I mean, they pay me to go teach the military. I mean, I've taught every branch of the military, the you know, the federal, uh, you know, the FBI's federal SWAT team. I mean, I mean, it's like I should know better. Right. And I was like, I have to discount myself now because uh. I got I didn't see him take the knife out. And but it was, I mean, people I mean, if you saw it, you thought I got hit with a machete. Right. It was only it was only a one inch buck knife. And um, and he had it hidden in his hand. And I thought it was a punch coming. So I, I blocked it and I hit him. Oh. I punched him and, and knocked him out again. <laughs> And but I, cr I crushed his face with that shot. I mean, I knew I fucked him over that shot because I mean, his. I mean, you could hear it. And I thought it was my hand at first. I thought, fuck, I broke my hand because it was just the crunch was so bad. But it was his face, and so he went down again, and the knife went flying out of his hand. I was like, holy shit, I could have been cut. And I looked down, and I started, oh shit, I did. And I didn't realize how bad it was. Uh, but it pissed me off enough to get a little more medieval on him. And then the cops come. It was funny because the cops come and almost shot me with their tasers. I'm thinking, oh, awesome. No good deed goes unpunished. Right. And then. Um, did you get arrested? No, no. So what ended up happening was that they came out, and oh, I stomped his arm pretty bad, too. I, I don't I shattered, blame you. I shattered his arm. His, his arm was broken. He had three surgeries on his arm. And. Um, he was, was just checking his pulse again. <laughs> yeah. So is this thing okay? Yeah, so, yeah. Pumping it so, full of something. So the funny part was, is I, I go in there and uh, I go, I talk to the, you know, once the cops realize, I go, hey, listen, this is bleeding. Can I go into this sporting goods store and get a towel or something? So I go in there. They're like, get the and, fuck uh, out of here. So, so I'm in there and, and, and I talk to the lady up front. She goes, well, you know, I used to be an emergency room nurse. Let me look at it. So I look at it and it just gushes blood. Uh, and I said, oh, shit, I'm going to have to get stitches. I didn't think it was that bad because it didn't hurt. I mean, not because I'm like I'm a tough guy. It just didn't hurt. And I'm like, okay. So I wrap my hand up and I just basically, I, I go, um, <laughs> I go, I go to the, uh, ER, which is down the street, and it, like nobody's there. I'm like excited. I'm like, oh shit, I'll be in and out. So I'm actually giving the report to the cop because they were cool enough to take, you know, follow right. me there. So I'm giving the report, but I'm losing a lot of blood. I mean, I lost a lot of blood at this point. And so I'm like, something. And so I just fill out all my paperwork. I'm about this. And in comes a guy with a heart aneurysm. I'm like, fuck, I'm never going to get out of oh, here, right? Oh my God. So I'm like, so I'm sitting around, sitting around, and like this. And finally, I see this one male nurse, and he's had bald head, shaved head. Goatee and tattoos. I go, oh shit, he does jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> I go, hey man. I go, hey, you, you train jujitsu? He goes, yeah, yeah. How do you know? I go, yeah, hey, I, you, you, I, I've seen you before at the tournament. Not really, but. And he goes, oh, he goes, I go, yeah, hey, my name's Guy Mesco. Oh, I thought you were Guy. I go, hey, do me a favor, man. 
I go, I got to make my kid's soccer team. I got a, a Christmas party. My, my, my own company I own is Christmas still party. you worried about the fucking Christmas yeah. party over there. Most I, people, it's like the biggest thing yeah, ever his happened thumb is in his life. But, but you see, I didn't know how bad it was. You yeah. see, I didn't know how bad it was yet because I had it wrapped up in this yeah. towel. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I just get the stereo stepped and I'll get it stitched up tomorrow? And he goes, well, let's see how bad. I go, it's not that bad. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm bleeding a lot because my hand and, 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 I, and you know, I, I take. Uh, I take a thing called curcumin, which is a it thins your blood. And I go, and I think it's just bleeding Carcumin. because of that. And uh, he goes, "Yeah, let's look at it." And then so when he ended, I looked at him like, "Oh shit!" And he goes, "He goes, oh dude, you can't. he goes, <laughs> he, he goes, party. yeah, so we got to we got to put you out." He goes, of he goes, you can't here. move your thumb. He goes, he goes, he, he sliced through all your tendons. Ah! And then I realized that. So I snapped that shot that mm. you saw. Mm. I sent it to my friend uh, who's an orthopedist. I go, who in your practice does? This is Sunday, right? Aren't you a doctor uh, yourself, though? I'm not, not an orthopedist. Oh, go on. Oh, okay. And I go operate on myself. I don't do it. That's not the kind of medicine I practice. And so uh, I'm basically a glorified dietitian and, uh, who can write prescriptions. We won't tell nobody. And, uh, oh, you can write uh, uh, prescription? Um, yeah, but let uh, me just have a Cialis <laughs> and maybe some. I don't know. I can't write them here, and uh, <laughs> and uh, the uh, so anyway. So I snapped that shot. I said, "Who in your practice does this?" And he texts back. He goes, "He goes, oh my gosh, what happened, man?" And I go, "I go, uh, I'll tell you later." He goes, uh, "Probably a good story." I said, "Yeah, it's getting better every time I tell it." <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, I I sent the other picture. Of my wife said, "Hey, I'm not making I'm not making Logan's soccer game," uh. and. Because you see, she told She's me like, to quit doing shit, shit like this because I had a I had an incident like eight months before similar to this, you know, where I had to deal with the law lawyers and shit. What and, was that incident? Uh, this guy beating up on this waitress and or picking on this waitress, and I I slammed him and um and uh, but now your wife thinks you're just so trying to save like, all these hot doing this shit, right? Yeah. You're, so, you're saving all these women and like, so, hey, I give you a hide. Either you could stay with this piece <laughs> of shit or come with me and and for the rest of your life over here. And then you drop that one, get out of here. Are you following these girls from like batter women's shelter? <laughs> <laughs> Paying nah, these dude, guys to attack these fucking women and, and it yeah. goes sour. What is that thing called Mary or something about Mary or whatever? You no, know, yeah, no, they did that? in uh, the, the beginning of Kingpin. Remember? Yeah, that's what I'm talking Kingpin, about. That's yeah, the one. It's yeah, the same yeah. direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so so I, I didn't want, my wife was, I, I knew she'd be a little bit upset. So I sent that to her and I, I, I turned my phone off, right? So yeah. I knew she's going to blow it up, right? So I'm going to get the worry thing in there, you know? And then so, uh, so. Ended up, the doctor said, "Listen, your thumb's got. I can stitch it up, but you're gonna have to, you know, go." So, so I, I drove back to the, you know, uh, house, and uh, and my wife's like, "What's going on?" And we had people coming in the house for the party. I'm like, "Just let me clean up, and I'll tell you about it." You know, and I had this big, uh, you know, they did this big old thing on my hand, you oh. know. And so uh, my buddy, uh, my, he's a good friend of mine, his lawyer, uh, and I was like, "Dude, what?" Do, what do I say? I told him what happened. I go, man, my wife's going to be so pissed at me in this one. I'm going to have to have surgery. In fact, because my doctor got back to me, come in. He said, come in Monday morning at 730. And so, so I ended up owning up to my wife what happened. And, and uh, so. What is your wife? Was she uh, white, black, Asian, your wife? Uh, well, she's a white girl. Where did you guys meet? Uh, well, actually, we were good friends. Uh, she, I met her at. at uh, I used to own a health club, and I was. I had my martial arts gym in there, and she, uh, she walked by. She was like, smoking, dude. Yeah, but yeah. she. But she. This is what he wants to know. He I, wants I, to see a picture of your wife, so he could go. <laughs> so he could go. God, I, you. Oh, your wife. Every time we got a fight in here, he goes, "Dog, oh, man, this guy's wife is smoking." Yeah, uh, she is. 
Speaking of, of course, his wife is smoking. Misha K came to my show. Uh, oh uh, God, I, she, she's the buns on her. Don Fry, uh, did you see Don Fry's speech about Misha Tate? I did. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh, my. At first, it was funny, and then like, after it the get a little creepy, get little... a little creepy. It's like your uncle coming over here, yeah, or maybe yeah. even your uncle Hanach. But your uncle Hanach look a little. Did you watch the uh, Romero fight, by the way, Whitaker? Romero? You know what sucks about that is, uh, I was watching the fight at my friend's house in the Palisade. That's my wife. Right oh, there. let me see that one. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to inspect that one. Which one? Which one is the... Doing very well for himself. Oh, God, are you? <laughs> okay, I don't want to cover that. That's, you have all those kids? That's you? you? Those are my kids. How, How many, many kids kid? you, you are Mormon? Well, that, that, well, these are like... Uh, I are, have three kids. Are you a seven-day advance? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I could talk my wife into having... Ba- I, she's such a... Seriously, she's an amazing wife, an amazing mom. I mean, everyone thinks I'm a good dad. I'm actually not that good. She's just so damn good, I look good. And I would have babies all day long, man. Well, I love wait, it. Now, now this, all your kids are with this wife? Yeah. Yeah, nice. But you know, God, I, no wonder he was criticized people for pulling out. This guy never want to fucking How pull out. Here. <laughs> <laughs> what the How fuck is going you on? Have, uh, you know, I, you know, it's like a who knows at this point. Right. I, I prefer not to talk about that. Yes. How many you support? <laughs> but that's even less. Yeah, none of them. Uh, so, yeah. so Robert Whitaker versus Romero. Like this fight, uh, we knew what that was going to happen. We knew if the fight went over two rounds. It was going to be Whitaker because yeah. Romero was going to get. Yes. Whitaker is one of the. I, I didn't. I, I saw that fight. Yeah. That that that, uh, that that wasn't the most entertaining fight. I've no, ever it wasn't. Seen. Especially after the look the the, the, the 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 tough finale killed that fucking shit. Yeah. And that was a that was trouble yeah. because the the pay per view one was fucked up and then the other one. Yeah, the well, free see, one that's the thing though. You see, this is the problem. Like I said, that 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 that, that I see my my criticism of the modern thing. And again, I'm very you know cautious in my criticism because it's 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 a different sport but you actually is that these it. guys yeah these guys don't go for the win i mean he didn't try i mean romero was spent i mean listen dude he was a blown out candle i mean but he didn't try to finish he didn't do it he knew he could win out win the decision he knew that was going to happen and and i didn't really catch what his what it, sorry what the corner what his corner was saying but see this is where i don't like about it they, they you know i don't like that you know because he should have done this you're gonna be the champ you better freaking win like the champ because yeah. you're not and, and because he's not winning any fans with yeah. that you know and and he's Although a good fighter don't australia, get me wrong and australian fans are very loyal because they, they don't have a champ Sure. So, oh, they love. He, he's the yeah, king of Australia. Yeah, well, he's not. He's, he's New Zealand, no? Yeah, but no, where? Australia. But where's? Oh, where, I could have sworn he was money, New Zealand. Where's where the money made? Is it in Australia? No, it's in. America. No, it's in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's here. True. So, so if if you're not making money here, okay, then you're not making money. All right. And so the fact is, is that you know, and he seems like a good guy. I'm, it's not a. I I, I would just. But, I would but, I would but, give but, him but advice. Romero is, My, but Romero is dangerous. I mean, guys. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. But this is a fight business. Anybody who steps in there is freaking dangerous, bro. Yeah. You got to like sometimes just pull up the sack and go for it. You know what I mean? I mean, in, unless there was a spiritual reason that he let him off. I mean, there and there wasn't. It wasn't like he was like going, "Hey, this was a great war, and 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 he deserves to walk out on his feet." Maybe that what it was. He fought a very very cautious fight, which is going to, like I said, which is going to hurt him in the fan base. But I, I do think he thinks he probably thought Romero knocked out um, uh, oh, Derek Brunson in the third round and Weidman. Sure. Weidman in the third round. That he always has that puncher's chance by the Absolutely. way he looks. So he says. But I understand what you're saying. I of mean, course. at that point, he he, would, he couldn't even put his hands up. Yeah. So if a guy can't put his hands up. You, you know, yeah, I, I just think you know, the, you know, some of these guys 
and and this again not a criticism of him it just because it sounds a little bit like it is but it's more of like here's advice all right when i was when i was a king of pancras right i enjoyed being the champ and my fights got boring because they couldn't out wrestle me all right nobody could outstrike me in that game you know what i mean and nobody could out wrestle me now they knew they had submissions that were better than me but they never got a chance to do it right and so i had if i didn't knock them out then i wrestled them on the ground and it was a boring thing and I lost fans because of that. And when I, I, I had a kidney issue uh, that kept me out, that's why I was gone for almost a year on the a condition called mono, I have a condition called monoglobinuria. Basically, it's, it means uh, the monoglobin is going through my, my kidneys to the hemoglobin, and it's kind of like clogs up the drain, so uh, to speak. God, I so, the hemoglobin, uh, yeah, the hemoglobin. <laughs> what is that one? Something about ghostbusters. That's homo, homo, hemoglobin. Go on. Hemoglobin. <laughs> I, I, the hemo, that's against, the, the homo, that's against yeah, my you, God. You're a homoglobin. You got to no, look out for it. God, but the hemoglobin. I, right. I don't worry about that. <laughs> I've been tested for that one. I don't have it. Of course you have. And I only dabbled. I didn't did much so, of that. Okay. So what, what were you saying? <laughs> uh, King of Pancreas, your advice. Well, it's, okay, I, I it's lost, not called King of Pancreas. But when I came back. Listen I, to no, this guy. I, King yeah. of Pancakes, right? Like, well, pancake. it's not King of Pancreas. And it's also not King of Pancakes, as I learned from Boss Hooten. He's a King of Pancreas. It's Pancreas. Yeah, it comes from the Japanese. Can't say pancreas, so they changed it to pancreas. Right. What? What? So, how they say it the, when they uh, try to say uh, it? It's, it's pretty. Funny. <laughs> let me out. Let me find yeah, it's that. It's. I, I mean, I, I would have a hard time doing it, but it's. It's like saying. Yeah, you see, Japanese people say yeah, the color yellow. <laughs> I mean, it's oh. yellow. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, that guy Todd, whatever his name is, the Ooh. announcer. For the UFC. Oh, that was disgrace. I mean, not knowing Sakuraba's name. Did you not, see that? What? Yeah. Oh, not he goes, he goes like this. He goes, they, you know how the new the, announcer. Yeah. They, they got him from the WWE, and they brought him over, and he replaced Mike over, which is like, ugh. But they, they, they pan over. You know how they sometimes somebody's in the crowd? Yeah. And you know how they just had the induction thing? Yes. He goes, oh, Hall of Famer. Uh, Saku. Like uh, it was, it was so, uh, and people went crazy you've never on seen the anything like it. It was horrible. And then you hear there's a little pause, and they go, "Oh, oh Kazushi Sakuraba." Uh, but 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 you could see that somebody was in his ear going, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> and you could hear Brian Stan getting up and like moving away from him, like get me the yeah. Fuck and out he of he here. took a, he took a lot of heat because you know it's one thing not you know a new guy or whatever, but poha kara you. Then it's one of the legend of the sports. Well, like if you're people, gonna if you're gonna announce the shit, get to know the shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean it's that's like, that 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 just shows disrespect. Yeah, I mean it shows disrespect. Uh, you know, to 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 the sport. I mean, you know, it's like, um, yeah. Okay, me. I, I work with, like I said, I work with the military a lot, right? And so, I always did like, I always hated the other guys that come in and tell you how to do shit and never walked a mile in your shoes. You right. know what I mean? Here it is. So I always go through their training with them. I go early to the things. And I train to do their PT with them and stuff like that. So they see me doing the stuff that I do so they get the respect because I want their respect. I respect them for what they do. So I want to walk in their mile, right. yeah. mile in their shoes to get what this. So I also can understand what some of their needs are for what I can do for them, right? You know what I mean? You know, uh, whether it's like, you know, a lot, like it's funny. Now I do a lot. I used to teach the hand-to-hand stuff. Now I'm doing medical recovery stuff with them. It's just kind of interesting. But, you know, so the thing is you do that. And and not to do that and to sit back and for me to go, let me tell you, let me tell you how you need to fight in Afghanistan like this, you know what I mean? Would be like, you know, it's like that's disrespectful because you don't walk in the middle. And and that's, that. now that I find that out, that really pisses me off because that is not, that's not hard shit to do. Yeah. That is definitely, uh, Sagarab is going to be here. Pronounce his fucking yeah, just, name. Just one Figure name. out who he is. Mention one great fight. 
that he had. Or, no, I you get know it as I mean? a comic. People want to tell me how to do comedy, or well, you know what I think is funny, or here's here's a joke for you. I'm like, yeah. I've been doing this shit for twenty fucking years. Yeah. Like I, I live, breathe it. My whole life is this. This is how I pay my my rent. Oh uh, yeah. I don't need to fucking anyway. Yeah, the amateur stuff. That's, that's back like, to you. Uh, well, back to him. Back what to about you. Well, uh, the about advice me. that you said wanted to give to people? We never got your advice. <laughs> what yeah. Well, the, the the advice. Well, the advice on this is simply this: is that these guys got to go out and they got to make a name for themselves. They're gonna have a very short amount of time. A lot of these guys get upset because they're not getting respect as the champions and stuff like this. You got to sell tickets. I'm sorry, it's not really a sport. Okay, the UFC people don't get it. UFC is not a sport. It's not a sport. It's entertainment. All right. It has a sporting activity involved in it. It is. It is completely run by one thing. There's not an independent sanctioning body. There's not an independent promotion. It's one company until the Muhammad Ali Act is. You know. Just. But even boxing, which has all the different divisions, it's entertainment. All right. It's entertainment. All right. It is a business. And and, and I'm a diehard sportsman. All right. So this. You know, broke my heart when I had to come to this realization too. It's not about necessarily who the greatest fighter is. It's who puts butts in the seat. That's exactly right. And that's what you have to do. You have to go out there and you got to be the guy. I made more money, not as a champion, losing my fights and stuff like that, because I just let it hang out. I was like, I wasn't going to go for the decision. You know what I mean? You know, I was going to knock out I mean, would you give advice to people of like, it's okay to... It's better to lose and be entertaining than it is to win and be boring. Sometimes it depends on them. It depends on who you're going against. I mean, you know what I mean. If you're going against a no namer or something like that, you better not fucking lose that fight. But you're going in the championship, yeah. And you know, and you're you're going against somebody like that, and you have the advantage. I understand win the championship, but he had the advantage. He should have pressed it against an exhausted fighter. He was still pretty much. Fresh. That's where I disagree with you. I think it's better to win at all costs than it ever is to lose and be. Entertaining. But look at the shirt. Look, look at the shirt you're wearing right now. Arturo got. Look at that. Why do you wearing that shirt? Yeah. But, but I that, that motherfucker. Ben Askren shirt. Well, never mind Ben Askren. Okay. <laughs> Atoyo Gotti, to be honest, was never the greatest boxer ever. But no. he had he had three of the greatest fights in the history, in the history of boxing of the against sport. another guy who was never really the greatest fighter, but was a great champion, just like Atoyo Gotti was. But GSP, and they will the, go is down. He's not the most exciting fighter, but True. he but he wins. He used I to like be. GSP, but, but he used to be, and he used to be very exciting, and he used to also do stuff like this. I like GSP, but also too. His popularity was waning near the end of his time because he wasn't as exciting. And I think it'll be interesting to see if he comes back where he's at. Is he going to go? Is he going to try to, you know, kind of hold on to his legacy as the champ and stuff like that and fight more cautious fights like he did near the end, you know? Or is he going to let it hang out to dry? Now, so the thing is, is that when these guys are younger and stuff, GSP's already paid his dues. This, these other boys, they haven't paid their dues yet. So, yeah, if they sit down on a fight or something like this, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. GSP has earned his opportunity to sit on as a champ. You know what I mean? These other guys. But as, but as an athlete. And as, as, a, and, as a competitor. And as, as, as a, a champion, as a you have to beat the fucking champ. You're right about it. But as a karate champion and as a wrestler, don't you think the most important thing is winning first and foremost? Okay, yes, I enjoy the winning a great deal. I, I'm not. I, I'm not discounting that. I'm not saying that winning isn't 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 absolutely, uh, you know, one of the pinnacle parts of what's going on. But how you win in this business is different. This is not the Olympic the Olympics. The Olympics. If I was winning the Olympics, okay, which wrestling is not a spectator sport anyways, not really, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You know, 
I, I grew up wrestling. I love wrestling. I had my son wrestle. You know, I mean, it is, it is, it is. You know, to this day, when people I identify myself, people go, "What do you?" I consider myself a wrestler. Okay, a wrestling coach. Yes, I, I, I had the least amount of accolades as a wrestler. I mean, I'm, I've won the world jiu-jitsu championships. I've won, you know, the world kickboxing you champions. I must well, have been. I that must have won one when I had the flu myself on that one. You might have been Which there. One did you oh win? God, I. Uh, I won the uh, I won the uh, IBJF uh, Masters division and uh, oh, was and a brown belt. I don't know where I was at the time. Probably so, I was already I, I, I was already black belt now. <laughs> yeah, God, exactly. So you know, so I, I won that uh, two years ago. Right. Yeah, and so so, but but the point being is, is that you know I've won the world kickboxing champion. I won things. So yeah, I like the winning, but I made more money, more stuff when I wasn't the champion. You know what I mean? More people know me from. Yeah, but what if you would have won those fights too? Uh, but you might have, but you might not have. I mean, you know, what I mean, there's things. It wasn't like you know. It was like if I was going to win, I had to win and survive what that situation was. You know, it's not like I. It's not like you throw uh, going to win a fight doesn't mean I'm going to fight like a sucking idiot. You just go to win the fight. And but don't you say you teach your your kids to be smart versus entertain? Yes, but no, no. I said be smart and not tough. You can win a fight and knock a guy out and fight smart. Without being too cautious, being cautious isn't necessarily a smart thing. Right. Okay. Being cautious doesn't get you paychecks uh, that you want to have. And a lot you know of guys what I mean? Lose because they're too cautious. And they and they lose. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying suddenly lose your fucking mind and go out there and and and, and get and you know just stuff. War. What I'm saying is, go for the win. What I'm saying is, go for the win. Go for the knockout. Go go to finish the fight. Right. Right. And, right. Uh, no, and I, that's I, what I'm I, saying. I 100. I mean, so if the guy is dangerous, you know, it's still dangerous. Well, win the fight. How you got to win the fight? But with that fight. He wasn't dangerous anymore. Now, and, and now I think I'll tell you who I actually I think really succeeded the most it was Bisbing in this because I think Whitaker is an easier fight for Bisbing than Jacare or Romero would have so been. It's a more competitive probably. It's yeah. probably a better. Yeah, it's a better. Well, you know what though? They're very. They're so I think Jacare would really give Bisbing a hard time. It would. And Romero is so dangerous in the first two rounds against Bisbing, but I think I think, I think Bisbing, Bisbing is smart enough. Bisbing's a smart guy. He's, he's a he very would wear smart him out. I, I I think Romero would potentially be dangerous, but I think he'd just wear himself out. Who do you think went Bis, Bisbing or Whitaker? I'm, I'm giving it to Bisbing. Oh, I, I think Bisbing too. But but you, I mean. Every time I discount Whitaker, I, I've learned. I mean, look, I'm, I'm Bisbing is a friend of mine, so I, I'm biased. But for some reason, every fucking time I think Whitaker's gonna lose, this guy beat everybody. I mean, I, I, I you know how many times I bet against that guy in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, unbelievable. And there's, something, and there's something to say to that too. You know, I mean, it's like you know, it's there's something to say about that. You know, I mean, it really is. Now, I mean, how many guys was, back in the day were juicing uh, in Pride and and in? Uh, oh shit, I would imagine a lot. I was really naive to it, you know, uh, to it because I knew a cute couple guys did, but I didn't know the extent of it until uh, much later on. And and then and to be honest, man, okay, first of all, I don't have a problem with it. What I have a problem with it about like. I'm not going to lie about it. There's a difference. All right. If people said, hey, you can take steroids, I would take them. Really? Because it's gonna, yes. Don't believe the bullshit that's killed you like this. And it's not cheating in this. Because everybody that you ever met in the Olympics, everybody who's a performance athlete in the Olympics does them. Come on. Yes. The I, ones I, who don't. I don't believe it. Well, it's. I, maybe I'm not. Hey, guess, guess what, too? There's no Santa Claus. You think Dan Gable took no steroids? <laughs> uh, that was a different era. I'm talking about now. Yeah. No, I think it's a different. Either Jordan Burroughs. I mean, it's some of these the wrestlers now. I mean, some of these guys. I, I would. Let's put it this way. I, I, the, I don't think uh, Kyle Snyder needs okay, steroids. Okay. Well, th these guys, 
there are so much different new medications out there that don't even steroids. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, this is what I do for a living, right? It was just, they, they have these. They have these uh, receptor antagonists now that aren't technically that that they don't actually show up. That actually attach to your your uh, to to like your um, d- d- different muscle receptors and causes the same kind of effect of of you know like male steroids male sterols like you know like testosterone or something like that without being and they're not detectable but it wouldn't bother you like a guy like vitor belfort right who when he was on trt was the probably the greatest fighter of all time (laughs) i mean the guy was doing like moves that you do in mortal Kombat, like in real life and just murdering everybody and now that he's off trt is getting murked by everybody uh listen listen this is this is the thing in a perfect world, yeah. I mean, like I said, my issue with the steroids was like I wasn't gonna lie about doing them. I have children, and I teach children. Okay, and I I like to think of myself as an honest man and, a, and an honorable man. So my take on this is I'm not gonna lie about it. But what pisses me off more is all these dickheads who lie about it. Yeah, it, that's it, what pisses me off. I mean, Lance Armstrong. I want to punch him in the fucking face. He actually went to school with me. I want to punch him in the fucking hey, face. Gentlemen have cans because. <laughs> I would like to hit him so hard I'd restart the cancer. The ball on oh, God, you heard that? Yeah. You kick him so hard you restart the cancer? Yeah. yeah. Listen, well, this guy, this guy, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Hey, this guy was such a fucking scumbag. All right. He sat there. I don't give a fuck that he took the steroids because they all do and then the, the, that, that shit that they do. Right. He, but he ruined guys' lives and he made his teammates do the steroids too. You couldn't be on his team unless you were part of the program. Also, you couldn't, this, uh, you couldn't have anybody who said, who went against him, say he's doing steroids, he ruined their lives and careers and he's a lying fuck he was doing so much shit it was ridiculous but he was what is it strong support live strong oh yeah live strong but yeah, he was i, I want to punch him i want to punch him in the face not because he did the steroids because he lied about it he was so adamant about not doing them he was like this yeah. he's a fucking hypocrite can yeah. we can fuck we set up a fight and my opinion it's like this is like like I don't really care. In a perfect world, I would love to see a completely drug-free program. I just don't think it's going to be there. You know what I mean? We have, like I said, I, I'm, I, I read cutting-edge uh, uh, literature on the, We have stuff today. Okay, so you got to understand something. The way that they test steroids and stuff and things is they have to have something to match it against, right? So... They're taking drugs now that they don't have anything to match it against. So yeah. They don't know doing it. Like the, the big drug in the '80s that, that all our Olympic athletes did. You know, was the guy who actually invented ZMA. Right? He invented a, a, a drug that couldn't be tested. Was it Filberoni? <laughs> <laughs> all right, go on. Yeah. So, not for nothing. Uh, so, so what ended up happening out, was, bro. so they, the, so it, when when he, when they he had a falling out with his business partner, business partner knocked him out. So they have to have something to test it against. So they have stuff now, I'm sure, out there that they don't have anything to test it against. Like these antagonists. It's very difficult to do it. Now Now they know how to test for it. Yeah. But they've been around for like 30 years, right? And so they, they could have been on it for this time. It's only recently that they've been able to find a way to, to test it. But a lot of those, a lot of these pride guys who can, then came over when they were Oh yeah, they oh yeah, they they were doing a lot of drugs. I, I mean, I, like, I was strongly like suspect. You bought Vanderlei Silva, right? Yeah. You think Vanderlei? I mean, he he was on stuff. He would he never do that. Uh, yeah, right. He listen, that's my countryman. That. Listen, but doesn't that bother you that you didn't fight a guy that was that, that he had that advantage of of taking stuff when he fought you? I look at it like this, man. Steroids ain't gonna make the champion. So it's like the, yeah, you don't think they can make you hit harder or faster? I or, mean, uh, yeah, but I also like like I said. 
in a perfect world, yeah. I would, you know, in a perfect world, no drugs, great. But I'm not, I already know we don't live in a perfect world. So I, it's part of the acceptance. It's like, you know, it, you, you know that this guy could potentially be doing drugs, that he might be beating, uh, uh, you know, beating the, the, the testing. You know what I mean? So th- that's a given in what's going on. So, you know, I, I, don't get, I don't lose my mind about it. You know what I mean? I, I, I know that these guys do the drugs. I know that a lot of these guys are beating the drugs. We, we, I get that part. And I accept it. If I don't want to accept it, then I have to say, all right, I got to do something else. Right. right. I got to figure something else. Yeah. It's not a right or wrong thing for me. Is it wrong? Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Is it wrong to do steroids and, and, and get that? Absolutely. A hundred percent. But it happens. So you, you can cry about it and you can be, oh my God, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. As you fucking lose every single time or whatever it is is going, or you accept the reality that, you know what? If I'm not going to do the drugs, I just got to work harder than this person. And it is. Like I said, my, my take on this thing was the fact that as I started getting older, I had to make a decision. I had to make, I, I, I was very resilient. My, my genetic type, I'm a very resilient guy, right? You know, obviously having the fights of this. But I got older and I had to start making decisions. Am I going to do it? And my major decision, my, my major dilemma was I wasn't going to lie about it. I wasn't going to sit there and bold face look at someone and go, yeah, I'm not doing them because I have children. It's very I admirable, man. I, I, mean, I, I influence you're, you're children. You're a guy's guy. I mean, you're, you're, you're a real well, man. A lot, well, a lot I, of these people I, out there, they, they deny, deny, deny. And well, I understand what you're saying. I, that's, well, that's, that, why that, I, that's the reason why I don't cheat on my wife. Uh, not that I don't want to cheat. Not that I like, don't, there are not hot girls out there that I would like to have sex with. I don't want to lie about it. I don't lie. I don't lie either. I don't want to have to go home and sleep next to my wife. Knowing you did something wrong. And have her say, hey, are you fucking around? And go, no, I'm not. Because that that would kill me. That yeah. Yeah. every day for fucking fifteen hours a day, I'd be thinking I'm a fucking asshole. Well, I'm just yeah. change the subject. And by the if way, you ask w- would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So I mean, I'm the same way. I mean, it's the same way. You know, it's like it's funny because you mentioned that. Like I I I I, uh, I, do, I you know I do a lot of business thing, and, I, and, and so we will have meetings with people all over the United States. Yeah. And You're it's doing funny some because monkey business over there. Yeah, monkey business. Yeah. It's funny. It's like everyone goes, "Hey, let's meet in the middle." Well, the middle is Dallas, Texas, right? Mm. But everyone. Thinks the middle is Las Vegas, right? Why? Because everyone wants to take a meeting in Las Vegas. So just and these guys will be going out. And I and I remember one time we were about to sign a deal. It was a security deal. And this guy was sitting there talking to his wife. All right, showing me pictures of his kids. Talking about his wife. Talk to his wife. Oh yeah, honey. Yeah, we're we're gonna finish out. We're gonna go have some drinks. Some of these guys want to drag me out and do some stuff. I don't really want to do it, but we're doing like this. And he goes, Yeah, I love you, honey. Boom, hangs up. Calls a prostitute. Right. right. Well, at least it wasn't so professional. I went, business, I went I, I, I was like, and we're like this. We didn't do business with him. And, and he was like, he was like, he was pissed off because we were far along in the deal. And he goes, he was like, why the fuck, you know, this is later on, just like a month later. I was like, why the fuck you want to do a deal with us? I go, you're not trustworthy. Yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, if you sit there, you tell your wife how you love her, you show me pictures of your kids, then you call a fucking prostitute in front of me, fucking in front of me. You didn't have the decency to like, put it behind my back you right. did it in front of me and he goes i would never fuck you over if you're gonna fuck over your wife you're gonna sit there and tell your wife who has your fucking children like this that you're not and then you're going to call a fucking prostitute you're gonna fuck me over yeah, like yeah. this and i go yeah, I you don't want to fuck me over because i'm not gonna go to a lawyer i'm gonna be at your house with a baseball bat there's a difference <laughs> all right so this is probably better for you in the long run so that that's the kind of how i feel about the the, the steroid thing because you know 
you can justify it, and and I'm not here to I'm not here to place blame on anybody if they do it or not do it. Okay, because I understand that it is a much different game now. The the the, the demand is much higher than the original UFC. As much as we talk about the dangerous part of it, it it's just a different game. And so these guys have to be in better shape. They have to be better. You have to fight three times in a fucking night. Yeah, that's but, a lot more demanding than one time. But I think but he's but talking about the, the level of athlete yeah, you're dealing with. The problem with is, is that we, we now have an athlete. Before we didn't have an athlete, right? We, Tank we, we, Abbott we, was an athlete. Yeah. He actually no, was a good wrestler. Yeah. No. What we what we had was what we had was a wrestler. Like, we didn't have an MMA athlete, so we were still defining the sport, defining how to do it. So, and that gave an opportunity. You know, that was the, the opportunity for guys like me and other guys like that. Was like, like I was really good because I, I was really skilled at a bunch of different stuff. Now everybody does it, and I wouldn't be that significant anymore, right? You know, because I'm not that great of an athlete. Don't um, say that, so, my brother. Don't uh, say that. Uh, I mean, it's kind of the truth. Well, and you're so, like Mark Harmon of MMA. <laughs> he, he was a great athlete. He was a, a UCLA quarterback. But yes. anyway, enough about Mark Harmon. Let's continue talking Good. about your now, fucking life the, best, the whole time here. Who was the here. best back then that you think would have, like, people say if Kevin Randleman would have had a real camp in today's uh, uh, fight uh, game, he would have been unbeatable. Other people say, well, his fight IQ wasn't exactly the greatest. Uh, who do you I think? would say unbeatable, but I would say that he would be. Uh, well, first of all, he'd be a much smaller guy. He would fight. You know, he would fight in the two hundred five or one eighty five class, and he would be a beast. He would be very difficult to beat because he is one of the most powerful guys you'll ever meet, and he's a wrestler, a great wrestler. And and like I said, you're a wrestler. I'm a wrestler. Wrestling is absolutely paramount for winning. You know, I tell people all the time, I never lost a street fight with wrestling. You know, even when I was karate guy, I still wrestled everybody. I never lost. All right. And that's how paramount is. Nobody wins today without having some kind of wrestling background. That's how my paramount. Now you take a guy like, like him, who's an amazing freaking athlete, an amazing wrestler. And he did have a regular camp and he had weight classes. Now, he, he, you know, he wrestled like one seven, what did he was 76? He was 76, something like that. Right. So, you know, here's a guy who could get 185 pounds. You know what I mean? He'd be very difficult to but beat. Like Coleman against today's heavyweights, prime Coleman. Well, again, Coleman had limited skill set because we didn't have a medium to do it. Now, Mark Coleman today, if he learned, the it's like the training. Chuck Norris thing. Yeah. Chuck Norris, he wouldn't beat anybody in the UFC because he all he did was karate. I say all he did, but he was a karate champ. Not even full contact, right? He wasn't a full contact fighter. People don't realize it. He never fought full contact. He was an extremely good karate fighter. It was, it was, it was, it was hard-nosed, bare-knuckle karate. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was tough stuff, but it wasn't the same. Right. So would Chuck Norris be a good MMA fighter? Yeah, he's a great athlete and, and understands the fight game. He would, but he, not with the skill set he had back then. So you yeah. take an athlete like Mark Coleman and you teach him a skill set we have today. Yeah, he'd be a beast. There's not anybody. I mean, there's not any really any of those guys that wouldn't be a beast today with that. I mean, even you know, uh, who is the Israeli guy that always lost? I don't know I, who I, that I, like, is. I love that guy. But what he, Israeli guy? He, he, he someone with an M. Modi. Oh yeah. Who? I, why don't you yeah, know yeah, this guy? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Uh, nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah, Modi. Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't uh, remember this Moshi, guy. What was it? He oh, he lo- he always lost. But then he opened up a karate school in like Rochester, New York. And yeah. It was like he was. That was his yeah. Thing. I trained with him one time. You know, and uh, he threw me. He, he did like a hip toss. He you was know, pretty right? good, right? But yeah, he, and was like, like, he did like Krav Maga. But why it, can't it, it, he remember this guy? It was, it was guy. bad. Horowitz or something yeah. or something. Like I Mo- think you're thinking of hustling that guy, Barry Harry. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. What? What is it? Hornstein. Yeah. 
Morty Hornstein. Hornstein. Hornstein's Hornstein. Uh, sounds he familiar. Coleman. He lost familiar. everybody. I don't think he ever won a fight yeah. in the UFC, but he was good. He just was. Yeah. They put him up against Mark Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he didn't know how to wrestle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, so that was a problem. Up, yeah. I mean, so yeah. See that. See that. See the thing is today is not guys who. Okay. Well, there's a, there's a guy that I used to train with named Alex Andrade, and a great great fighter. He just had bad hands. He kept he'd have a fight and break a hand and be out for six months. Right. So he never really get his career going, but. He never wrestled. He's a barrio kid, Mexican barrio kid from East Dallas. You know what I mean? He was a really good boxer. He was a Golden Glove boxing champ and all this other stuff. And so I, you know, started working with him. Well, he got a chance to work with um, with Kenny Monday. Oh wow! All right. Within a year, he was because he's an amazing athlete. He worked strictly with Kenny Monday. Within a year, he's taking me down. Just so you know. My freshman and sophomore year, I got taken down eight times the entire time. Okay, I'm very difficult to take down and very difficult to hold down. You know, that was always my my good thing, skill set. Uh, he could take me down. Like if we went takedowns, right. he'd take me down Five. seven out of ten times. You know God. what I mean? Yeah. Because he worked with. The, I always so, wonder how Kevin, like Kevin Jackson, was like one and two in the UFC or something. Yeah. He's an Olympic gold medalist wrestler. Like but, how? But but he didn't yeah. learn. But he didn't learn how. He didn't learn how to fight. He learned how to wrestle. And, you, and he and when Shamrock beat him. Oh yeah. 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 In was Japan? It, yeah, was that surprising? You, no. no. You knew right away that was going to happen? I, I didn't know it was going to be that quick, but I knew that was going to happen. I knew he'd get armbarred because he, 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 he leaves his arm. You know, he, he didn't see his issue was he was going to just wrestle and wrestle and wrestle. And what Frank, we, you know, when we were praying for that, you know, Frank knew exactly what to do. He knew he was going to be taken. That was a foregone conclusion that he was going to spend time. He was going to wear him out, force him to, you know, fight the that, that that fight in there like that. Frank was always in great shape. And then Frank was going to You're the one who told Frank to get braces at age 40. I was just about to br bring, <laughs> you know, <laughs> are you still tired with Frankie? Yeah. Yeah, you, you should see. I, I interviewed Frankie. It was a tasteful experience uh, on, I, on my talk show that I had. It's yeah. a TV show. Um, and we talked a, a good amount about his braces his uh you know yeah he had some interesting teeth uh, <laughs> well, i'm glad he took care of him yeah. you know you, you and me both yeah. nice well listen uh it was an honor to have you on the show man uh, <laughs> thank was, you i mean you're you're a legend you 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 don't I take out the trash the ufc hall of fame well i appreciate that uh I, I don't understand i mean you know i know they want to put joe silva the matchmaker in the hall of fame and put some of the other guys but but really they should put the guys like the who built the, the shamrocks the, yeah. You know the guy Metzger is the yeah. the the, 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 the Larangas who inspired people like the Metzgers yes, and the other people. Exactly. Like yeah, that. I, I you know it, it would be interesting. I mean, it, it would be yeah, a big honor for me to to do something like that to be be involved in that. You know, but I, I'll be honest. I I look at like my career as like you know I've you know if 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 I sat down and told you kind of how I grew up, it would sound like I had like a shitty upbringing you know what i mean i mean I, I had some tough stuff going on in my life but i don't look at it like that it's weird you know it's like you know you got to understand something like when families got divorced in the 70s you know you were in a broken home right you know so we were broke you know broken home but i had more uh, extremely loving family who were very supportive especially when i was a dickhead you know most of the, i was a selfish dickhead out of all the kids and they still loved me and took care of me and i got to do stuff like like I got to travel the entire world almost. The only planet, the only continent I haven't fought God, on I is the uh, Antarctica, right? Oh, yeah. And I might come out of retirement if they do a, a UFC in the Antarctica, <laughs> just so I say I fought in every continent. You should fight. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, the 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 bicycle guy. We're uh, gonna kick him in the nuts, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could make that. Rise so, make I could that make that. The Rise could make no, that. Happen. Happen. He probably needs a paycheck one. these days. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know, but it's always been a blessed thing. And in, in the fight business, like I always, you know. Um, 
you know, I, I always wanted to be a somebody and, 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 you know, when I was a kid with self-esteem issues and stuff and like this, but you know, the fight business and in, in my, my life has been a Cinderella story, you know? And, and so it's like, you know, it'd be nice to be involved in like the thing, but you know, to be honest, man, it, it would just be like extra icing on the cake. I, I, you know, I have no complaints. Uh, people go, Oh, you know, you know, do you feel bad? Cause you know, you're not making the money. And I was like, I was just at a different time, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and, you know, and, and it's like, it's, it's really pointless to go over that. I said, yeah. I had a great time fighting. I got to do, I got to go see the world. I got to, you know, I got to be a rock star for a short time in my life. And, um, it was great. And so, you know, I look at it as, uh, you know, and, and to be, to be honest, being able to come here and have guys like you say, Hey, you're a legend. And you are now, you know, are, are, you, uh, now, are you on and, Twitter or Instagram or people, where can people find yeah, you? Yeah, Twitter is G Mesger. And, uh, but you know, um, I'm on Facebook. I mean, I'm not the biggest media guy, so it's like, you know, I don't, but if people want to hire you to, for like, call me their gym, teach a seminar, would you, are you available for that or? Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I mean, like I said, uh, I'm mostly hired now to train the military. Well, that and like doctor. I'm a doctor. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's a good <laughs> what if people yeah. want to hire you to hide prescriptions for them and stuff like that? <laughs> and, and we're not going to talk about it much, yeah. you know. I'm yeah. well, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do that. Okay, <laughs> we, we, we don't do that. Well, I'm, I'm a man of God and you're a man of God. What happened between me and you, we don't have to tell nobody. It's between <laughs> me and you and God. Who's nobody's fucking business out here? Dude, I'll tell you something. You can get legal. If you take, um, if you, you take the uh, amino acid... Um, arnogen, L-arnogen. L-arnogen, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. At 500 milligrams or more, it'll have almost the same effect as uh, Cialis or Viagra. Sorry, why, what make you think I would need something like that? Then you just asked me to get you a script for that? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes sometime you got a young lady, she come over for the week or something like that, she stay at your house, and they want to... They wanna Try to kill you, Uncle Hanach. They want to do all stuff all day long. And I, I give you a couple of that one, but I need to relax a little bit. Of course. But that way you got to see Alice. You can just, you can take the, you what know. What do you need to see Alice for? You got the girls that you get? You need. No, I'm talking, I'm not talking about that, but how much, how many times you can fuck somebody, you know, all day long? I, maybe if I want to, you know, yeah. maybe I can watch a little TV and take a break on a couple of that ones. I understand. I you understand. Know? You know what? Just take her out to eat every now and then. Yeah, yeah. That's and that's gonna cost me too. Of course. Of so course. then it's a it's a catch twenty three. Catch twenty three. So what do you have coming up, Anato? Well, what don't I have coming up? You know, I'm gonna do a signings uh, later today. That's not open to the public, so that's either here and <laughs> right. there. Okay. Uh, tonight, I'm probably going to be getting some punchang um, for a girl that, that's going to come over to my house. I got a, um, I got a, a, a girl from Norway coming in to visit me. Nice. Uh, Norway, huh? Next, uh, in a couple of weeks and stuff. Oh, and the, uh, yeah, I got I got a couple of secret stuff that I don't want to talk about here, but let me tell you something. Like always, you can go to my Instagram. Uh, it's Henato underscore Laranja. And also, you can go to Twitter. It's the same one. And I'm always going to tell you some stuff about that. You can find out about who I'm, uh, the ladies that I'm with. And uh, you can find out about buying stuff, storm kimonos. You can buy all the Hanato Laranja gear and, and stuff like that. We got a guy, look, we already got fans in here taking <laughs> fucking pictures over here. Yes. I feel like I, it's a vulture is coming in. The vulture is, is coming in now. You know, but uh, what an honor to finally have uh, for, for Guy Matska to finally meet me. And it was a big honor for me, by well, the way. I, Just I, so you know, I, you know, I can imagine that. <laughs> and uh, all right, go on. Um, 
what a treat it was for you to see me to see my baby browns in the the in the flash and it was yeah. it was yeah. it is and i i'm hope that you know you're gonna it's, it's been it's been an inspiration it's been an the best guy I ever beat god I, I can tell you who was the worst guy I ever beat and Ooh. that's um eddie bravo why well, because, you know, if the guy got a big mouth and he's talking about the flat earth and all the bullshit, I don't even want to get off on that. And I mean, he remember, you know, it's, it's, it's surprising that you didn't mention this because forget about the steroids and all that. The worst part about you fighting, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Tito Ortiz? No, Vandalay. Right. The worst part of that was that they disrespected you by having uh, Eddie Bravo to commentate that one because the whole time he goes, great fight, great fight. Great fight. The whole fucking chime. Yeah, I got to listen to ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. Hunt it back. It's one of the most fun, you know, it's a hock em sock em, yeah. uh, fight. It's like a, you know, a slob knock or whatever they call that yeah. one. And then you got Eddie Bravo giving his expert opinion. It's great. Man, it's great. I didn't realize I had Eddie doing. He was like the third man of the one. Yeah, uh, they had him he's for doing a while. comedy now. He's gonna stand up comedy. Oh, well, that must be a hill treat. Uh, this guy's all whacked out of his mind on ayahuasca and, and, and natural medicine. Is he any good? I don't know. I, I, I heard he's doing comedy. I, I, I haven't seen him yet. Wow. I have no opinion. Uh, so, all right, this week I will be in Naples at Off the Hook Comedy Club Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We gotta listen. No, by the way, you gotta sit. You can't leave. No, 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 stay, stay. You, 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 you gotta listen to to this guy hunt down his uh, list of of, of, of comedy appearances he's I'm got coming up. Desert Diamond Casino in uh, in uh, Tucson, Friday the twenty first, uh, as well as doing an Air Force Base, uh, Luke Air Force Base in Tucson, in Phoenix. Actually. You're doing the whole base, or I'm, just I'm, yeah, yeah, right. And then I'm in, uh, I'm in Linwood at the Cliffhanger Sports in Linwood, Washington, Wednesday, Thursday, Angel of the Winds Casino, great spot. Saturday, Club Crow in Kashmir, Washington, uh, and then it goes on. Go to AdamHunter.com uh, for the. I'm, I'm booked up till December. I'm, I'm going to China in late August. I'm excited. I'm doing the Shanghai Comedy Club, like an actual China, or it's called like the China. You're doing the no, China I'm Club. I'm actually going to China. So not China, Washington, no. or or Kashmir. <laughs> no, 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 not South China, Dakota. New Jersey, or but no, no, actually, that, that that'll be interesting uh, if the uh, translation and that that well, that works. All the American GIs. You're gonna oh, okay. kill. Yeah. Oh, they got. In American China? GI in yeah. China? What, yeah. what the fuck they, they doing? In Ch- well, I guess they do. I I, I forgot one of my um, one of my uh, kids. I got these kids that uh, their dad is actually military attaché over there. Yeah, I, I've, done, I, I've, done, I've done ten military tours. I did. I was in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, uh, doing comp, which was I, that, that was a crazy experience because right after like the, all the guys, all that like torture and those things came up. So they were oh, like us, Abu Ghraib yeah, yeah, so or whatever. Us this tour and they're like, oh, these guys have like. You know, they get three meals a day, and they get a flat screen, they get to play soccer. And meanwhile, we look over, and they're in their <laughs> thing, like, going, help, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> fucking craziest shit I've ever seen in my entire what life. Holy, these guys got it made over here. Get, get us the fuck yeah, out of like, here. They're, they're fucking killing us over here. These guys looking like they're fucking spooked. I, I swear, I've never seen anything like it before in my entire life. Didn't you tell me there was another fucked up situation somewhere else, like where there was like a, like a tin like a tin shack or something like that like they had guys in a hot tin shack no that was uh, no that wasn't I, that wasn't you that wasn't me totally somebody that. was telling me they were like oh this is great everybody and, and <laughs> no but it was crazy. you could hear you guys, guys going help. like it, it was insane it was insane and then like so well then, i don't think you know what you're not how dare you be smart the, the federal government I was in jordan uh, two weeks ago i was on saudi arabia yeah. oman kuwait Guam. Uh, He's in Jordan, uh, North Korea, Dakota. Uh, Japan, uh, Djibouti, Africa. Twice. Oh, Djibouti. That sounds like my cup of tea, Djibouti. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that? 
Djibouti. It's right by Somalia. Uh, uh, must be right, a fun place to be. Oh, yeah. I was right, I was oh, right Somalia. There when, they like, got a like, lot of great stuff happening. There's a lot of great stuff happening in Somalia. <laughs> I was there right when, like, the, the great comedy pirates, clubs over all, there. Like, the comedy clubs, yeah. yeah. The pirate, yeah. Yeah. That's a different kind of pirates. That's yeah. not like the pirates of Penzance. That's no, a no, whole different yeah, fucking story over there. Whenever there's a place that still has pirates, you don't want to be there. Yeah, you get the yeah, fuck out so, of there. Anyway, that's where I was. Anyway, uh, Guy Metzger. You're a legend, Hanato. Uh, you're a legend as well. Yeah. It's great to be such an amazing talent. Uh, thank you for doing the MMA Rose uh, podcast. You're welcome. Appreciate and, uh, it. Take care, guys.